Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is press the stop button. There it is. Thursday, October the twenty first, two thousand and twenty one. It's another technical alpha podcast. Hope you're having a good one out there. Thank you for joining us. If it's your first time joining us here today, whether you're on Twitch or you're listening to us on RSS or catching this on YouTube, thank you for uh, for checking us out. Hopefully, we put on a show for you today. I can't promise any nudity. You wouldn't want to see that anyway. Before we get started, talking about video games, movies, and television, and everything in between, gotta ask the most important question of the week. Mr. Black, how was your week? Uh, it's been a week. It's been a week. Um, uh, did a few things. Signed papers today uh, to sell this house, so that's gonna be done um, pretty much today. It's done. Um, bought a hot tub. So did I, that. Saw, I saw that tweet. <laughs> yeah. I saw that tweet. Very that good. That finally happened. Um, that'll be here in about a month. Uh, and then we bought a new sofa set today. We've had the same sofa set for, jeez, probably well, since you moved into the second house, right? Yeah, it's been it's been a it's been close to seven years. So, yeah. um, you know, with a dog. And a couple of cats over the years, and a little boy takes a beating. It took a beating. It lasted a while. I'm gonna take that and bring it downstairs and put it in the like the the living room down here, and then that way there'll be like something down here uh, when there's company, just kind of lounging around. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we did that uh, today, and that's pretty much it, man. That's Exciting been, adult that's, stuff. It's been my week. In my week, <laughs> got, a, got a hot tub and a couch. Yeah, it's a, uh, a very uh, a very adulting week for you. I did not buy a new couch, nor a hot tub, nor would I have a place to put a couch or a hot tub. Really, mostly because I don't think this couch is ever leaving this room. Took huh. too much work to get it in here. I'm Days pretty there. sure. I'm pretty sure it's there. It's just a part of the room now. It's an institution. It's set up shop. It's not going to leave. Uh, but, uh, the last week for me has been, uh, mostly just, yeah, same as well. Same old, same, nothing crazy going on. Uh, just, uh, getting in some streams when, uh, when I can. Had, uh, some, uh, offline stuff to do. And then I went to, uh, or Em and I went out for, um, uh, just a little hike. It was like the last, uh, probably the last, by the time she has another day off, I don't think, like, it's going to look like fall anymore. It's just going to be bare ass trees mm. by the time. So we got one more, uh, one more little hike in and, uh, uh, that was nice. It was, uh, it was a pretty spot, just some random place that, um, her friends had been to. She saw it off. you know, she sees on Instagram. She's like, babe, can we just, do you think we could like maybe go out of the spot? I saw my friends just go to the spot. It'd be kind of, I think it's a nice, pretty. And, you know, we could go for the little walk here. And I was like, all right, okay, sure, whatever. So we got in the car. It's a fucking hour drive in the middle of nowhere. And the hike was mostly just a 45 degree angle straight up fucking hill on like Ross or, or uh, mo- moss covered rocks uh, and shit. Uh, which was not too bad on the way up, but on the way down was an experience. Uh, I almost wiped out at least two or three times on the way back down the hill. Uh, and uh, I'm like holding my camera right, and I'm like, please God, don't fall. Please God, don't fall. Please, we can't fucking afford to lose this camera. Uh, 
But, uh, but yeah, it was nice. It was a nice spot. The drive was nicer than the destination, I think. Like, the destination was nice, like, actually getting up, and then the look-off was there, that, that's up there that you climbed to. Wasn't all that impressive. The walk there was more impressive, and the drive there was more impressive, but it got me the fuck out the house, and that was probably the most important part of the entire thing, really. Uh, get out of these four walls. So we did that, and that was nice, and other, uh, otherwise, it's been, uh, another interesting week. M is still battling with... Um, worker comp, uh, workers comp for her event that happened at work like six weeks ago now, and they still haven't gotten a single dollar through to the point where she took three days off work and then just went back to work, even though the doctor said don't go back to work. And she was like, well, here are my options. I either don't get paid or I get paid. And so I'm going to go get paid. So she went back to work anyway, and she's been working and workers comp was like, oh, you went back to work? Really? Already? And she's like, what do you mean already? It's almost been two months! And you're still grilling me over the phone once every two weeks to see if I'm actually, like, if I'm, if you should be sending me money. Are you kidding me right now? Of course I'm, I've gone back to work. And the worst part is now, today, she got, like, her pay stub or whatever for this, this pay period. And she was all excited because she worked overtime. She worked, I think she did, like, 56 or 58 hours or something like that. And so she's like, oh, here comes overtime pay. And she opens it up and she's $1,200 short. Because they were like, oh, you were on workers comp. So we actually overpaid you before. So now we're just going to like correct for that. And, and she's like, actually, workers comp didn't pay me fucking anything. And I just worked 56 hours. So somebody needs to pay me $1,200, please. <laughs> like, my fucking God, so many incompetent people in one in one process. I've never seen anything like it before. But uh, uh, so that was that's been our week. But thankfully, not too bad otherwise, and, uh, and so here we are. Now I'm just waiting for the next round of, uh, of stuff that I want to play. You know, we're kind of in a, a lull. I, I did, I forgot that Fatal Frame, like that new Fatal Frame game is, is coming out, and so I might check that out, uh, because that's coming up in another, uh, I think within a week or two. Otherwise, we're waiting until November, not anything crazy, but then November's got all sorts of shit. It's gonna be like a, uh, an interesting month. And we're getting closer and closer to that. Which FPS will rule them all? Well, that's it. So let's talk about some games, shall we? Alright. Uh, after much build-up and posturing, speaking of first-person shooters, after much build-up and posturing, you'll remember we talked about it briefly where they, like, posted a video and a Twitter thing uh, like a day or two before, they were like, Hackers, beware! Here comes Ricochet! <laughs> the father fucking, uh, Ring Zero, uh, Ring Zero anti-cheat. Uh, and, uh, uh, well, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on which side of the fence you're on on this one, that shit got leaked already. Source code for their anti-cheat. And so, uh, uh, cheat, uh, yeah, okay. Cheat, uh, <laughs> cheat, I guess, programmers or whatever you want to call them. They're not hackers, obviously, in the truest sense, just cheat programmers. The, the guy's making the pay to, pay to use cheats, pay to cheat. Mm. Uh, they were like, oh. Cheating subscription. They were Cheap like, ass. oh, really? We've leaked it. Well, let me just take a little peeksy around in here. And they were like, oh, that's not actually all that hard to circumvent. We'll probably have cheats on launch day. 
So, so the big, the big shebang about all this fucking, uh, anti-cheat stuff is now culminated in, uh, and probably, uh, cheats on launch day. Uh, and the only thing that will stop that is if their obfuscation, which is, I guess, like some form of, uh, I'm not even sure what that would mean in, uh, in coding terms. But it's more or less, it comes down to that. If they, if, if they've got a, a better, better obfuscation come launch day, between now and launch day, they might be okay. If not, I wouldn't get your hopes up if you're in the middle of playing Warzone or you're waiting for Vanguard to come out and you're like, Oh, thank God, finally! No endless wall hackers and snap to heads and everything. No, bitch, that's gonna be day one. They're gonna be there, fucking your shit up. So just... Pre-order your cheats today on some weird website. I don't even know. Where do people find this shit, by the way? Couldn't tell you, bro. Couldn't tell you. Like, apparently there are, like, entire marketplaces for this shit. I've never seen it in my life. But they're going to be there. So, uh, good luck, Call of Duty. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons, which is the game that got most of the gaming world through the opening stages of the pandemic, and sometimes I forget about that. That shit dropped, like, right as the world shut down, and more people played Animal Crossing than, I I think, any other game on the market for the longest time. Uh, a lot of people that never played Animal Crossing before were getting into Animal Crossing. Everyone was playing that game. They're getting, it's, uh, or it's getting, I should say, a, uh, a, a relatively large uh, DLC called Happy Home Paradise, which I believe includes some level of farming or some shit. So, uh, the people that were, uh, big on Stardew Valley and whatnot were like, ooh, here comes another farm game for me. Ooh. Uh, now, a couple ways you can get this DLC, Mr. Black, and one of them is very interesting. You can uh-huh. buy this DLC outright, that's not very interesting, that's pretty pedestrian, fuck that shit, we want to do things a little unique around here, so Nintendo said, you know what? We're going to give it to the, what they're calling now, I guess, I didn't see this before, if they did before, uh, their expansion pack online service. Mm. That's the thing with the N64 and the Sega Genesis games, uh, and whatnot, that extra added, Mm -hmm. uh, fluff on top of the, uh, the world's worst online service. So, uh, they're including it with that. Now, if you go that route and you don't buy it outright, the problem is if you stop paying for the service, you lose the vast majority of your access to everything that's there. A rip. So maybe just buy that shit the old-fashioned way, uh, unless you plan on forever keeping that, uh, that, uh, expansion pass, uh, or simply just don't care if you get all that you can out of, uh, out of the game, uh, and then just stop caring about it, then... So be it. But we also know now, because I think it was announced around the same time, how much they're charging for that fancy expansion pack. They would name it after the N64 fucking thing, too. Um, 50 US dollars a year, Mr. Black. Ah. That ain't it. That's... Which is, that... it's not quite, but it's approaching mm. Xbox Live and I think PlayStation uh, Online. That ain't it, bro. Not for Nintendo's level of online service, I can tell you that much. No. I need to no. actually, when I, when I turn on a game and play online, I actually need to be able to connect to something, would be this, the first step. So if we could start with that. You don't even own the stuff. It's like renting an expansion. <laughs> nah. 
I'm good. Nope. <laughs> That's definitely bold. But yet here we are. You know what? I, I think I can't remember what we predicted. I think it was fifty bucks U.S. I think it was around there. I think I think I think uh, we also said there was a weird fringe case where it could possibly be sixty dollars, just in case Nintendo wanted to be assholes about it. They didn't quite go the full mount, Mountie, you know, or Monty, I should say. They did just you know, fifty fucking dollars a year. So the 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 opening like family plan thing that they had or whatever was pretty cheap. Now they're like, all right, you want you want the goods, you want the Ability to rent N64 and Sega Genesis titles. You want the ability to rent your your Animal Crossing New Horizons DLC instead of buying it outright? Do we have the experience for you? But you know what this also tells you is that this is either like a pilot program or they've already decided that they're going this route where other games with DLC might have their DLC put onto this expansion pack. So instead we'll of having like a full-blown Game Pass type deal... It's just like, oh, you get the base game? Well, you can get access to your DLCs if you have this expansion pack online, whatever the fuck. But as it stands right now, $50 for that service is more or less just sucking some penis for no reason. I mean, that, that's yep. free That's free head. Yeah. No, it's too much. It's too much. That's <laughs> way too much. It's too much. <laughs> uh, Valve bans all NFT uh, or and crypto games from Steam this week. Uh, Epic Games Store immediately came out and said, "Come on over here." <laughs> it's pretty much how that exchange went this week. Huh? Sounds about right. Steam said no. Epic Games said opportunity. And so, uh, come on over here. Bring all your five dollars shitty fucking NFT based video games and your terrible crypto based video games over here we'll take them because we need we need all the users we can get so bring them on over here uh not a lot more on that but uh what much more is there to say about that uh in fairness i've not seen like a single nft or crypto probably game. not a yeah probably not a big loss right now might no. be a big loss down the road but maybe valve could also change their mind down the road Right. Exactly. So. It could it, all all the things could right. change. Uh, speaking of change, Elden Ring has been delayed until February twenty fifth. That's more or less a month. Uh, not a huge delay. It's not like it's going to push back a quarter or anything like that. About a month. Uh, and has a network test coming up. Uh, that uh, it's a closed network test that people I think can sign up for. That's happening in November. Uh, and that's as the name would imply to test their online portion. Much like they had in the Dark Souls games and whatnot. I'm actually going to buy this game. This is going to be a game I will what? buy. Believe it or not. Stop! No! I, I, Impossible! I, I don't own a single game for my PS5. Uh, I will buy this game. And I will so, play it. Somebody mark your fucking calendar. Mr. Black is buying a game in the year of buy, our Lord 2022. And I might actually enjoy it, you know? I really enjoyed uh, um, Blood, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, Blood, Bloodthorn? Was it Bloodthorn? Bloodborne. Oh, Bloodborne, that's it. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyed that. It's probably my favorite Dark Souls uh, game or esque game. Mm. Um, same developer. Same developer, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's Dark Souls. It was the um, spiritual spinoff. Yeah, of I mean, sorts. It, it, for me, it was the, the best paced um still really challenging but not like so ridiculously dumb that like it it's it 
you have like two or three hours at a time where you just hate your life and you're really just not enjoying the game. Um, I mean, there were still moments still, of that game parts. that were very, yeah. very tough. Like, very, very tough. But, like, you know, like, some some of Dark Souls uh, 2 and even Dark Souls 3, some of, the, some of the bosses were just, like, almost broken in design. Like, it was like, they were just... Well, Dark there Souls just, 2 was broken in general. Yeah, so there, there was, was just that. like, yeah. yeah, there's just things about it that like didn't seem it was that was the type of hard they were going for. Mm. And it just so happened. That's the way it was. It, it was like it was just more annoying than anything. Um, I just found blood, uh, blood, uh, bloodborne. A nice. It was paced, de- it was definitely like, I think game. most people that played all three Dark Souls and then played Bloodborne um, would have similar uh, similar thoughts about it, for sure. Like, uh, Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3 are very similar in the speed of the game. Like, it wasn't as plodding as Dark Souls 1. Like, Dark Souls 1, my god. Uh, yeah. Even when you're, you know, unless you're, like, running around naked, yeah. Yeah. that shit is slow, uh, yeah. and uh, they sped it up quite a bit, and Bloodborne's weapon styles were certainly even faster still than a lot that you found in, in Dark Souls 3, but yeah, they, they definitely took everything that they learned from Dark Souls and really polished it up uh, considerably for Bloodborne. Uh, Bloodborne's art design was also really, really fan. I mean, all the Dark Souls games had great art design, but uh, but Bloodborne's was, uh, was particularly uh, well done, and 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 much more reminiscent of uh, Dark Souls One in terms of overall quality. Dark Souls Three was also pretty good, but yeah. there was a variety to one that was like really quite something uh, spectacular. And then two was kind of whatever. Three was pretty good, and then Bloodborne was just like wow, uh, yeah. they really did a great job with it. And this is probably the way this is shaping up. It's a bit of a gamble because it's more of an open world game. It's not. It's not as yeah. closed off. Yeah, it's linear. So. It's a bit more of an open world with the Dark Soulsiness. As long as this game has a competent story and like yeah. you're interested in your environment, what what is the point of making an open concept game that is like that is Dark Souls? Yeah. In terms of st- like no story. Like Dark Souls, there's literally no story. I mean, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Oh, well, you just didn't get into the lore and you didn't deep dive into this. Dude, shut the fuck up. There's no goddamn story to be had. And if there is one, uh, it's bordering like you're making it up yourself. It's like you, it's like a, it, it's like being in the world of Dungeons and Dragons and you got to <sighs> use your own imagination and, and, and create your own fantasy, uh, which, you know, to some people that might be fine. But if you're going to make an open world Dark Souls game, please, for the love of God, put in something to capture my attention. Because if I feel like I'm running around in circles, fighting the same creeps that respawn every time I go around a corner and then come back around the other corner and they just magically appear back in the same position, I'm going to shut the game off. And then I won't buy another game for four years. (laughs) This is it. It all hinges... On Seriously. on uh, on Elden Ring, this is it. The the whole thing comes to a head. Uh, yeah, the 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 story stuff for Dark Souls is always kind of funny to me. Like the the way that I describe it now, it took me a while to like come up with how I could describe how I feel about the story de- delivery of Dark Souls. Is that it was like it's basically like Mad Libs 
where you know what mad you know mad libs right you get the books and they gotta fill in all the shit so the way that you fill in all the shit is is a little bit of your own imagination and then the rest of it is like is like you have to go in and find every item in the game so that you could read the description so that you yeah. could take the the shit out of that and put them into the mad lib to come up with some sort of like loosely tied together thread and then maybe that's it i'm convinced and so that, i'm convinced there is no story in darks i i, I think that there is a st i think there's an uh uh what's the word i'm looking for there there's a an idea well, they've done world um, building, and and there's obviously small yeah. character stories and whatnot, but there's it, there's not a huge cohesive thing there's that ties not a connected everything. Tissue. Yeah, there's yeah. there's it's just you're in this world, and it's like figure it out and come up with it as you want. Yeah. I fully believe they created the game and then go, okay, we have a great game. Now let's just sprinkle in some things here, uh, you know, to capture people's attention. Like, let's let's describe this really cool boss and whatever, but let's do it, since we didn't do it in the game game, let's just throw items around, and then, you know, you in turn write a paragraph about what you think this <laughs> thing is. That's what it feels like, and that's yeah. fine. That's yeah. totally fine. Listen, uh, Elden, Ring, Elden Ring can do the exact same thing. Just don't have me running around for four or five hours uh, trying to find the next boss, and there ain't nothing to do. Like, don't do that. And I'm I, in. Uh, the only the only other thing that I, like I I describe it as too is like um and like people will say oh well you know it's part of the you know the 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 stuff that you don't know is part of what makes it so cool because you don't know absolutely everything. I was like and I, and I said look you know you know how that you know what that worked for is Yoda. Yeah, that worked for Yoda, where you knew. But the thing about Yoda is you knew a lot about Yoda. You just didn't know where the fuck he came from and how many of of him was floating around the universe which play we found about one more i think it was yaddle right mm. and that's the show and so the mystique around yoda and uh, as as yoda's species was part of a uh, part and parcel that added to his aura of being this like really old very wise jedi master and that was additive mystique in Dark Souls, you know almost nothing about anything. That's yeah. not mystique. That's just lazy. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't <laughs> in the budget, guys. This is an art. All of our this, all this. of her budget went into the art uh, the art team, uh, yeah. just not the writing team. Yeah. That's fine. And that's, that's fine. fine. We'll so find we'll out see. what Elden Ring, you know, we'll see it. how much of George R. R. Martin was sprinkled in there. We'll see. Uh, I mean, if you got George R. R. Martin, there better be story. There <laughs> better be something. <laughs> uh oh right okay so to add to this so this gets moved into february so february is now the, like the craziest month and something's got to give something is getting moved out of here and i'll ask you once I, I give this list which game or games you think will no longer launch in february just because of how stacked this list is and this isn't everything this is just a selection of, yeah. of what's happening in february elden ring horizon forbidden west Saints Row, Dying Light 2, Sifu, Destiny 2, The Witch Queen, Life is Strange Remastered, and of course, many more. That's, one sec, hold on. That is, one, two, three at minimum, possible stretch to four, triple A titles in the span of like two weeks. And some of them definitely have competing user bases right 
So what do you what do you think what do you think is gonna like in the great game of chicken because it's kind of like movie releases I'm sure where like sometimes the you know who's gonna do the best isn't always clear and so it's like the two companies or whatever the, are, are just like doing the game of chicken who's gonna who's gonna fucking freak out uh, you're driving two cars head on collision who's gonna be the one that veers off and finally moves out of uh, out of February which one do you think at least one it's got to be one. Yeah, um, well, I think Elden Ring will come out now. Um, I think Horizon Forbidden West will probably come out as well. I think Saints Row might might get delayed. Because there's already bad press about that game. Hmm, that's my thoughts too, Saints Row. Is at least um, one one of them. Yeah, um, I think Saints Row, and there's a chance Destiny will get pushed back as well. Um, I think Life is Strange will still be fine. I don't even know what Sifu is. Uh, you've definitely seen it before. You just don't wouldn't rec- recall it off the top of your head. It's a a really unique looking uh kung fu game gotcha. uh, that we've seen uh, at a few events now. Yeah, yeah. I would say I would say Saints Row is a pretty safe bet that that'll get delayed. Um, and then maybe there's a chance Destiny Two does as well. When, when is Destiny's Two release date? Do we know? Uh, I can't remember the, the what, what part of the month it's in February. I just don't know what part of the Because if it's in the beginning, then it probably will come out. But if it's getting closer to Elden Ring, um, and Horizon Forbidden West, it might get delayed another month. Uh, but yeah, I think Saints Row is probably the safe, the safe one. All those other games I think you'll probably see, like Dying Light 2, I still think you'll see come out. Uh, Life is Strange, definitely. So yeah, that's my guess. Yeah, I think I think Saints Row is a is a shoe in for the one that would get delayed, and uh, I sort of agree as well that possibly Destiny Two gets pushed, but it's Destiny Two is also really the main shooter in the group, so it might survive if it were to stick around. My my dark horse uh, choice for this is Horizon Forbidden West. Um, if there were two games in this list that are the most head to head, it's Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West. They're both open-world action-adventure, different takes on the genre, but they definitely have a lot of crossover, and they're both main PS5 platform releases. So there's a possibility that that gets moved up um, a little bit, but that's a dense month. I don't like. Uh, I feel like at least one or two of these are about to get... Um, well, I'm only playing one of these, so... Titanfall 2'd. I mean- it's not not really that dense for me but i guess you know if if you're a hardcore gamer yeah there's there's probably two or three titles in there you're gonna for most people you're looking at elden ring horizon forbidden west and destiny are probably the three heavy hitters of like the games that the most people are if they're choosing those are going to be the the uh, prioritized games and then the others might be uh you know are obviously fighting for uh for for uh you know the the backup buys but yeah i don't know uh, and we've got other news about uh, destiny 2 that may or may not lend itself to uh, to that game delayed which we'll get up to here and well i might as well skip right to it and then i'll double back since we're talking about it uh bungie continues to prove that it wasn't just activision's fault destiny 2 had some terrible monetization choices mr black as they announced that only the digital deluxe version of the upcoming expansion comes with the two new dungeons or comes with two new dungeons 
as it should uh, as it should, given it comes with all four seasons for the next year. Like the digital deluxe is the you buy everything package. Now, if you don't get digital deluxe, you have to pay for those two dungeons separately. Uh, and what this has done is it's stratified the ever-living shit mm. out of how you get into purchase Destiny content and play Destiny content. And it's way more complicated than it needs to be at this point. So, you've got a game that... Okay, so how do I have it? I think I have it noted here to try and get it uh, an idea. So... Yeah, so just to recap, to keep Destiny, to keep up with Destiny 2's content, this is assuming you already have all the previous content as it is. I mean, I'm just going to make a comment here before you get into all this. All right. Does anybody care? About Destiny? Yeah. Enough people. Like, like, like it, it, fair it, amount. Is, is this, is, 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 do, do, do we, do we, do we have an audience here that really gives a fuck about Destiny 2 in 2021? So well, I'm, I'm being serious. I'd I mean, say it's probably several. I, 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 I'm dead. I'm dead serious. Like, I mean, there might be a handful. There might be a handful. I mean, I'm looking at the destiny two charts right now. And the last 30 days, these motherfuckers peaked at like 72, 73,000 players. I mean, that's a lot of players at one time though. You gotta understand. That's a lot of players. At I, one it's time. a lot of, pl- it's, it's a <laughs> lot of, it's a lot of players, but I mean, Jesus, is it really that much? <laughs> that's a, that's a lot of players. <laughs> that's that's a fair, oh. and that's and is that just Steam? That's on, that's on Steam. Okay, so that's not including any of the other platforms. That's just Steam on its own. There's a few people I, I, still playing Destiny. Jesus Christ. Uh, the uh, so this uh, this there might be less people though, but uh, if they keep this up, so if you have everything else already, then this is how it goes. You've got. Uh, you've got the full price base expansion costs. So just to get into the next expansion, you're, it's basically the full price of a new game. Then you get the cost of each of the four seasons that come out during the season pass time or by the season pass. Then the cost of the dungeons on their own on top of that, unless you buy the digital deluxe, which apparently bundles all of this. And Lord knows if you save any money, how much money that would even be. Uh, and this is in conjunction with an ever-increasingly aggressive store full of microtransactions. That Bungie uh, has been kind of stalking and changing the balance of the game to push people towards. All to essentially give Bungie the benefits of a free-to-play payment system inside the shell of a pay-to-play game. Sounds fun. So they're, they're like, usually a developer chooses, are we going to go free-to-play and then cram the store full of shit and do all that, you know, and monetize that way? Or are we going to have them just pay, you know season pass done and they're like fuck that we want expansion we want season pass we want dungeons we want microtransactions and we want in-game balance to force people towards those microtransactions we want all of it we want every every cookie in the cookie jar all at the same time the answer is yes the answer is no this is the dumbest fucking thing I think I've ever seen what kind of a fucking moronic monetization of a game is this shit? It's insane. I can't believe so many people are still... Well, and this is especially because, like, one of the memes online right now is that obviously a lot of people like Destiny. Because the memes that you'll see online right now are, like, people hating every waking moment of everything that Bungie is doing to them to play Destiny, but still playing Destiny anyway. It's like, it's like Stockholm Syndrome. It's like, look, I love Destiny. I know I shouldn't be 
playing it because I shouldn't be supporting the bullshit that Bungie's doing, but it's all I have, and I'm just here to get fucked in the ass. And that's most of what the reaction to this has been like. And then somebody related it to, uh, related it to, well, if you were playing an MMO and it was $15 a month, then you're technically paying, you know, $30 more a year than you would, uh, paying for what Bungie is giving you. But the problem is, of course, is that MMOs don't dig you nearly as hard. If you're paying monthly, they're not coming for your shit nearly as hard as Bungie is for microtransactions and additional external purchases. Uh, you know, you're not, it's like, this is not, you know, it's like Guild Wars, you buy the expansion and then you pay zero dollars a month. And the rest of the monetization is, oh, do you want your character to look kind of neato in game and maybe have some extra storage? Spend your money. You know, there's, there's no excuse for, for Bungie monetizing this, like it's pay to play and free to play. So I personally think there's a good chance that Destiny gets pushed. As they try to, uh, try to gather themselves, because I, I think the blowback on this is going to be relatively sizable. Uh, and I don't know how much longer Bungie's going to get away with this before the numbers start to drop. I don't know how many people are going to be so desperate to get fucked in the ass this hard over and over again. Maybe they get away with it. Who knows? We've seen companies get away with murder. Maybe it happens. Uh, murder! But, yeah. But maybe not. Either way, Destiny 2. Get fucked. Speaking of get fucked, Cyberpunk 2077. Next-gen upgrade is coming, Mr. Black. Mm. But don't hold your breath, because it's not coming until sometime quarter one of 2022. We don't know when in quarter one. It's probably not February. We can can tell you that much. The odds of it being February are slim, and if it was February, that would be a hell of a fucking meme. All right, all right. Before you get into all this, I got to ask you a question. Does anyone care about Cyberpunk 2077? Does anybody really give a fuck about <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077? <laughs> Seriously. No. Okay, thank you. The thank answer you. is no. The actual answer is no this time. All right. That's an you actual might, It was a no. bit of a swing and a miss on Destiny, but I can tell you with great, you know, with great I- confidence... That yeah, I mean, that nobody gives a fuck about Cyberpunk 2077. That shit was on sale for $10 the other day. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. $10! $10. Yeah, that's crazy. I can't buy a Nintendo 64 game on Nintendo's online service for $10. <laughs> that shit. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, and then after that, The Witcher 3 is getting its next-gen upgrade in quarter, what is it, quarter two. Sometime. Eventually. Maybe. They can't promise anything. I can't wait for the next, like, bleed, like, eye-bleeding yellow post on their social media that gives us, gives us another roadmap to a roadmap to a roadmap that has nothing, no dates, just arbitrary lines spread at random intervals. Oh, the, the roadmap ends at dead game. I mean, it's, <laughs> and it's fast-tracking its way there. I mean, uh, this game is, well, it's already dead. Right now, what they're doing is they're it's trying super to- dead. They're tr- they're trying to revive it, but but they didn't realize that there's been no pulse for since it's been out. Which is means this that- is this the the really re- overplayed scene in every movie where yeah. one of the side characters has died and one of the main characters can't accept the fact that that <laughs> character has died. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, God, no, please. Do something! <laughs> He's been dead. He's been dead for three 
It's over. No! I saw this <laughs> in a movie once where somebody was <laughs> pronounced dead for for a whole day. It's at the point now where we have to drag somebody <laughs> off the body now yes. and say, no, it's over. It's, it's send over. them to therapy and be All done right? with it. It's, it's done, done. done. It's done. It's super I think, I think at this point, they're going to just be happy to get it to a point where it's not broken. Like, not actually bring it to a state that's actually, like, w- anything close to what it was projected to be, but just not broken, and then get a next-gen update that's also not broken, and then pretend that Cyberpunk 2077 never fucking happened. What they need to guess. do, seriously, what they, the, only, the only way I see this game has a second life... <laughs> is they is they actually here's the thing this is what they have to do okay they have to fix the game okay all right and That's not just not just make it competent but they gotta like do something special with this game yeah right and the thing is is they have to do this they have to go above and beyond right so we don't care about new content we want you to fix the old content okay we want you to fix it so damn good that when you play the game it's like playing the actual game because they're not only going to, they're going to need to get the ones that bought the game, played it and defended it to come yes. out and say, guys, this it is it, th- this, like we, we were champion this game before. Now this is for serious. And then these guys need to come out and say, guys, we fucked up. We fucked up bad and we're here to make it right. There's no excuses. No nothing, no no this, no COVID this, or uh, delayed that, or whatever. It's, dude, we thought we had this. We were wrong. And when this game came out, we saw it, and you guys told us, and we listened. And here's the new game. This is the thing that we envisioned. And then release it. And pray to fuck that it is an actual, the game that they pitched comes to life so that guys like you and me and and every, and and the other ones that were that were I mean I was skeptical the whole the whole way through I mean yeah. I, I I was like ah once we started seeing gameplay is like yeah I I I said and I said I at, at, at most I thought it was going to be a seven and a ten like I was like it's going to be you know it'll be competent but it, it, it meh. as it turns out that was shooting for the moon Mister Black oh that was shooting for the moon that shit was a three <laughs> all right that shit was a three okay um but yeah they need to just come out and say like we fucked it bad. And this is making it right. We promise you, this is the product that you guys want. In fact, if you guys loved what we had before, bless you, because it wasn't good. But now, this is really good. They need to come out and say that shit. And they need bro, to come the out last, with an amazing game. Bro, the last time that the, the owner came out and talked about this game, he oh, made a bunch of excuses and threw oh, the QA team under the bus. Oh, I know. That's why, that's why that game is dead. It's going to die. Like it's, di- it's, it's already dead. But it's never coming back to life. Like the game is done. Like they, they it's it's over. Uh, that it's, was it's, like it, literally one of the worst handled post launches of a of a of a triple A game from like we're talking about. I mean, there's like Bethesda where Fallout seventy six happened, but people kind of expect that shit from Bethesda. You know. Uh, CD Projekt Red. This was like the this was like the industry's new darling. Like they yeah. can't fuck up, right? Yeah. And then not only did they fuck up, they doubled and tripled down on that shit. Yeah, like they were trying to come out with another KFC sandwich. Like they brought that shit to the table multiple times, 
and threw the wrong people under the bus and pretended to think that or thought that people would actually like go along with that. Like, oh, yeah, fuck the QA team. Holy yeah. shit, leaving the devs high and dry. No, what happened choice. was is they they had an amazing franchise beforehand. Everybody loved this developer. And for good reason. They created Game of Thrones seasons one through six. And then Cyberpunk was the <laughs> final two seasons where everyone was like, oh, my God, this is such an incredible show or developer. Oh, my God, look at this. Oh, they got Keanu. No way. This is crazy. These guys just understand the culture. They're just tuned in. They, they get us. They fucking and, get us. And then and came then the said, torches. Hey. They said, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah? How would you not like to see the most epic lo- uh, the most epic episode in all of Game of Thrones or just be black and pixelated? <laughs> but, hey, it's your TVs. It's not the way we filmed it. It's your TVs. That's, this is what happened. And now everyone is going, you're dead to me. You're yes. dead. You're dead. And you know what the Game of Thrones guys didn't came out and didn't say? They didn't say, yeah, we fucked up. No, they doubled down on that they shit. They doubled down on that shit. They doubled down on that shit. And now nobody talks about Game of Thrones. Nobody. Just like <laughs> nobody talks about Cyberpunk 2077. Nobody. Nobody talks about this game. Nobody cares. It's dead. We try to forget it existed because it was that bad. It was, it was such a bad. disappointment. It was so disappointing. It's it was beyond disappointing, right? Uh, so that's what that's what Cyberpunk was. It was the last, specifically the last season of Game of Thrones. Specifically the last three episodes of Game of Thrones. That's what this was. And this should have been something epic. It's just like this new Game of Thrones prequels that are coming out. Nobody really gives a fuck. <laughs> Well, we're going to, I can't wait until they start releasing the Cyberpunk DLC and then they try to like bring the game back out to the forefront. That DLC is going to have to be absolutely life changing. There needs to be a new game. It's or not, it's going to be not, dead in the water. Not DLC. This shit needs, it needs a new game. Speaking of needing a new game, Sam Fisher. Ubisoft is rumored for the millionth time to be in the early stages of development for a new Splinter Cell game. Mr. Black, over, under, in Vegas for that actually happening? No. Under. <laughs> Anyhow. Like six, like, six, like six feet under? We're not going to get another... Uh, uh... Do we want the current Ubisoft version of a new Splinter Cell? Is that even something people want? Because I joke about, like, where the fuck is Sam Fisher in his own game? You put him in every other game and, and like, thing on the planet. Here's put the him thing. in his own game. But do I want Ubisoft in their current form to make a new... Like, how, what does that game even look like? Well, here's the thing, man. Nobody wants this. Nobody. You know what we want? We just want good games. So here's the thing. If they come out with Splinter Cell and the game is good, we want it. We just didn't even know we wanted it. You come up with a you 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 listen you, you've got an IP that no once again nobody talks about nobody except a very dark corner of gamers in in that is pushed way back in the bumfuck knowers the ones that are living in the past and and they're like oh yeah I have fond memories of these of these games I really love Sam Fisher I've got a Sam Fisher uh, I'm one of uh, these uh, people. I want yeah. another. I want. Okay. I want a good Splinter okay. Cell game. You do. You do not represent. If we. If I got a thousand gamers. Oh no! There's, lined there's, up not, there's dozens I, of us. 
If if I had Dozens. a thousand gamers lined up and I said, "Give me five IPs that you want that you wish you could get," out of those thousand, you're getting five. That's going to say Splinter Cell <laughs> tops. I'm not joking. You're going to get five <laughs> tops, right? Like most people, most people forget that Splinter Cell is even a thing. Well, it's because there hasn't been a game in ten years. Exactly. Yeah. So nobody wants this. Nobody's asking for this shit. Well, is Here's it that nobody thing. wants it, or is it just that Ubisoft isn't making it? No, nobody wants it. Nobody's screaming, where is Splinter Cell? When I'm watching these E3s and these big shows, nobody's spamming in any chat, Splinter Cell! <laughs> nobody. Nobody's talking about the shit. Nobody. Right? It's a, it's Jeff, a, it's you're a hurting small, my feelings! I'm sorry, man. I'm, 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 I'm here to... You're I'm hurting gonna, my feelings! I'm going to be the reality check for this podcast. Nobody's asking for it, but here's the thing. If they do make it, and they surprise people, <laughs> and a trailer looks great, maybe they can remind gamers that the IP is good, there is something there, and then persuade us into wanting this game. But, like I said, is Ubisoft even capable of making a good Splinter Cell game in its current form, given what we've been seeing come out of Ubisoft as of late? Is Ubisoft capable of making a good game That's what anymore? I mean. Like, period. Yeah. Like, right now, is Ubisoft capable of anything that's even remotely worth playing? I, I think they can. I mean, I they've just, got the Rainbow Six, like, Siege thing down. But I, think yeah. they, I feel like that's their only pocket right I now. Think, I think they can. It's just... Can they be focused enough? Like, it feels like a lot of developers these days, they're just, they just want to crank out a game and make money. And, and sure, make money, make tons of money. But I think a lot of them are losing that, that touch of love. You know, it's just, it just, well, that's they're, usually they're, reserved for like smaller developers and indie devs now, right? That's still exactly. that can so, still apply. And it's not like and, and correct, it's not the employees, it's not the pro it's not the devs internal of the company. Lots of them, they wouldn't be in the industry getting their shit kicked in on a daily basis by everyone outside and inside the industry. They all have passion. Where the passion is lacking is the people that make the decisions as to what games get made and what styles they come out in. And my concern for like a Splinter Cell would it would it would come out and it would be like a fucking Far Cry or some shit, and it'd be another another one of those classic Ubisoft games where you press the map button, and there are so many fucking icons that just the whole fucking screen, your six thousand dollar OLED is just peppered with thirty thousand fucking icons, and they're like, go have fun, and that's because that's all Ubisoft does now. Yeah, Every game it, is just a map with icons yeah. everywhere. It's it's not fun, man. It's 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 not fun. It's it's just Ubisoft games have become like have become like the Saw franchise of video games. <laughs> you know, are any of the Saw movies? And ironically, like, they are also asking, "Want to play a game?" Yeah, it's like the 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 Saw movies are they atrocious? No. Do they have your cheap thrills and your your points to make your formulaic <laughs> garbage that's gonna fall in pit of needles check yes 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 <laughs> they, they do they do but are they really doing anything with the franchise no 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 and 
the thing is, is these these games are making the money because I'm just going to keep it 100. A lot of people that play these games, they're casual gamers. Well, that's they don't they all, play, casual they gamers don't, outnumber hardcore exactly. gamers, obviously. Yeah. This is why they won't change. It's like they're doing enough. It's the fast food of video games. It's, hey. You want a McRib? Why not? Oh, I haven't had a McRib since they came out with a McRib last year. So I guess I'm going to buy the McRib and you're going to eat the McRib and you're going to be like, ah, you know what? Eh, It wasn't as good as I remembered it was last year, but it was a McRib. And it's not like I have to eat this every week. I only have to eat this once a year. And when it comes out, I get excited because I forgot that it was kind of bland the last time. But I'm excited because like I've been eating Big Macs for all year and I just want something different. But the same, something that reminds me of, I don't know. Like, you know what the real, comfort. you know what the real Splinter Cell analogy is for McDonald's right now? McPizza. There it is. That's what it is. There's five it's, people out of a thousand asking for McPizza to make yeah. a comeback. Is the pizzas back yet? And the guy working at McDonald's <laughs> say, no, we haven't had pizzas in forever. And then that one person out of a thousand or the five out of a thousand goes, man, we could really use a McPizza right now. <laughs> but McDonald's needs to come out with a McPizza that changes the game, right? And they need to say, hey, you remember this? You remember how you loved it? Well, now we're doing this with it. And, we and we it, didn't it, just put cheese on it. We put cheese and we splurged for pepperoni this time around. I mean, that, Changing that's what, the game. This is what Ubisoft does. And so, like, they're good at what they do, <laughs> but they're not good at innovating it's just the same formulaic cookie cutter stuff it's like going into a neighborhood and you're going to try and buy a house and there's 50 houses in the neighborhood and they all, and look, they the all same. look the same <laughs> you, get lo- no- you get lost in your own neighborhood you're like fuck i can't nobody's home yet nobody no cars in the driveway you have no you there's nothing it, it's y'all it's, have the same rhododendron in the front yard the only difference is, is <laughs> Every third house is a different color, you know? So it's like blue, white, blue, white, white, blue, one red, because you got like one person that's just like, it drives them crazy. So they just paint it red. Then you've got white, white, blue, white, white, blue. This is what Ubisoft does. And it's just like, okay, yeah, it's a nice house. It's single family home, 1500 square feet, two bedrooms, two baths. Nice little basement area downstairs. It's got enough for two cars as long as you really push it up towards the house and the car isn't like, you know, a fucking Pontiac Grand Am and it's got the fucking front end that's like nine feet long. You can squeak by. You know, everything's really tight so you can hear your neighbors fucking and arguing at the same time. But you know what? It's a nice single-family house. It's the American dream. That is what they're selling, and people are buying it up because, well, it's 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 con- it's convenient, it's easy to access. But then, if you go to a different neighborhood, out of the way, and there's a bunch of unique, different houses, and coincidentally, they were built 20 years ago, where everyone said houses were still built well and uniquely. Exactly, and then you go, "Holy <laughs> fuck! Why is this house so damn expensive?" Well, well, for one. They you've stopped selling two, the McRib. You've got a two-car garage, <laughs> all right? You've got three bedrooms, three bath, a finished basement, all right? Your neighbor is 50 feet away from you, so you can't hear them fuck and argue at the same time, okay? you got a nice school district, okay? 
Everybody is snotty enough that they look out for each other and bitch and complain if they see a different car that's not supposed to be down there's, there. There's no HOA in this area. There's no HOA fees. <laughs> all right. Yeah, property taxes are a little high, but that's what you get down here. This is this is this is the price that you pay. All right. This is the price. This this is what we want. All right. This is what everybody wants. Okay. When I say everybody, I'm being general now. Yes. Not everybody wants that. But m- the most people want. It's just kind of everybody settles for the 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 McRib. <laughs> right? They just settle for the cookie cutter. Because it's easier. The how barrier sad, to entry is easy. How sad is your life when you settle for the McRib? I mean, that's, that's a- what it is, man. <laughs> the people that are building the, the McRibs. They're saying this shit's easy to crank this shit out. We'll keep the supplies down. We'll keep the cost down. And we'll make it so that the contractors are working 16 hours a day during crunch time to make it happen. Because we've been out of fucking lumber for God knows how long and the prices are spiked. So we're just going to cheap out. So now the cookie cutter house you get, you close the door and the fucking handle falls off. And you're asking yourself, what the fuck is going on here? I got a McRib and there's no ribs here. It's just a mick. It's just sauce. a mick. It's just bones. There's just what? What, what are we doing? It's bones has been painted with sauce, and deep Ubisoft. fried. Ubisoft just needs to make games again. They're they're <laughs> able to do it. They got they've got the IPs. They've got good developers. Make the games, oh, or not, fuck. and just come up with or- another fucking Assassin's Creed. Like my God! Well, that, well, you know that's coming. Well, that's gonna happen. That's but gonna I mean, happen. Make another Assassin's Creed with seventy thousand pinpoints and unlockables with like, <laughs> you know, just it's a just like we've placed an inanimate object at this location, and we need right. you to go find it. We it's hit crazy. it under. We hit it under an old McRib container. So yeah, that's a, that. That's a long-winded spiel about how I feel about <laughs> Splinter Cell. If they gotta make a an Assassin's Creed Splinter Cell, keep it in the fucking dark corner over there. Nobody <laughs> wants it. If you're gonna make a really awesome Splinter Cell that you take some time and effort in, and just you know push the envelope and involve involve uh, evolve the entire franchise to to 2021 and make it a you know mature. It's not like and, there's a lot of like stealth FPS or third no. third person shooters on the market. It's not like no. it's it's flooded. You could You're just big- do a really good third person fucking Hitman. stealth game. Hitman is your biggest competitor, and they're doing good shit. Exactly. Why can't you do it? <laughs> And they're doing that shit on a four-day work week now. Yeah. There you go. Imagine what you can do with five-day work week <laughs> and working your developers 16 hours a day where they hate their lives and they don't sleep, but they need to get it done for corporate. You can work Imagine for four, and then in. you can be you can sexually harass all your females on the fifth. Don't do that. I so, just yeah. didn't want to split herself, Jeff. I just want I just want I just want Sam Fisher to be in his own game. I don't. If you know what, if they didn't put Sam Fisher in like everything else, I'd probably care less. But the fact that they parade him out like it's weekend at fucking Bernie's every like fucking like three months in a in a different franchise that's not Splinter Cell just hurts my soul. Just let if he's dead, just let the man be dead. Don't don't bring him back out and parade him in front of everyone and then be like ha ha and put him back in the fucking Disney vault. If you're gonna use him, use him. Anyway, I don't think it's happening anytime soon. Personally. Uh, some, oh, this is, oh, I'll do this first. Uh, Steam Deck 
That's the thing. That's the thing that we're excited about. You got I you got one of those. I got, you got one. That, the, I got one on the go. On the on the pre order, Steam Deck announces a, a verified program to help you know what level of compatibility a game has with Deck, so you know what you'll uh, be getting into ahead of time, and you might have and, and whether or not you'll have to tweak things a little bit, tweak things a lot, or if it's just not playable on the Deck at all. So. Uh, the verif- if it says verified, it's 100% compatible, you don't need to really do anything crazy. If it's, uh, if, if it, there's a, and there's symbols to go with these things, and then if it needs a little bit of tweaking, it might mean that you need to use the touchscreen to navigate menus instead of using the controllers and things like that. And then it kind of goes from there in terms of, uh, the levels of compatibility. And then they will, thankfully, and rightfully so, tell you, if, like, don't even bother trying. Yeah. Just don't even, don't even try to load this bitch on the Steam Deck. Uh, so that's a nice program to, uh, to see them come out with, and, uh, that will certainly make life a little bit easier, because when you do a handheld like that, and you're in a PC game market, it would be kind of difficult. You're looking at it, and you're looking at the aim going, shit, is this actually gonna run on this bitch? Or am I about to waste my money? And so, thankfully, yeah, they're gonna be doing that, uh, for us as well. Uh, next up, some Twitch partners and affiliates have had their payout options changed. By somebody. Despite having 2FA enabled and their passwords and everything, it's all, it's all there, it's all good, their accounts are locked down, and yet their payout options have changed, and a couple of them went from it being sent wire to a bank, like many creators have, to some random person's PayPal account. And entire uh, paychecks have gone to these PayPal accounts. Uh, this has happened to, I think, uh, in the list, I think I saw somewhere between five and seven that were known creators thus far. Uh, all had the same thing happen to them, and Twitch's response was, we can't get the money back, uh, just go through the partner onboarding again, change your password, and, and enable 2FA, to which they all said, but that shit's already enabled. <laughs> that shit's already enabled. So the only way they get in is, is through some other means to change that shit. And, uh, that's awkward. Uh, so... Um, that's, that's one of those things where we're gonna have to wait and see if more of, more people come forward. That's all the information that's existing right now on this. Uh, that went through several different publications here, uh, in the last, uh, few days. And, um, now the speculation is, does that have something to do with the massive Twitch dump that occurred here last week or so, uh, where the source code for the entire website just is now on the internet? Uh, and now people are wondering if maybe that had something to do with it, or if it's just something else that nobody, uh, knows about yet that is unrelated. All the same, it's always comforting when you know that, uh, there are some partners and, uh, affiliates that have 2FA and everything locked down in their account, and their, their payout plan is changing to some random person's PayPal. That's, I would be salty as fuck. And then to go to Twitch, and Twitch goes, bro, can't do anything for you. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna balls. be honest. I'm gonna be honest. I don't believe it. So you think they're just uh, so yep. so? To I, what? I, I, I'm gonna be honest. Now here's here's why. Okay. I know it's I know it's fun to hate on Twitch. All right. I know well, that there it, was a. I know I know it was it a is. massive, massive fuck up that they that that they had to this all this shit so easily hackable. Hmm. Um. I don't believe. I mean, the entire the entire source code is is a little bit of a a hill to get over. Yeah, yeah, but 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 here's the thing. I don't I don't believe this. So to what end are they? So to what end are the creators changing it? Are they? uh, I don't know. I don't see creator names. 
So I don't know who it is. Oh well, like, there there yeah. is it's on Dextero if you want to like look. I just yeah, didn't link I, the article. Yeah, I, I I don't know I don't know who the creator names are. Mm. Um. So so you know. Um. But but it just sounds fishy to you. It sounds fishy. Mm. Because I haven't heard. I personally haven't heard anything of this. And usually when there's these big problems, everybody and their dog is like retweeting out and taking any shot they can at Twitch. Why would they lie? Well, I'm not calling anybody a liar because I don't know. I haven't seen any of the articles and I haven't looked into it. What I'm saying is I don't believe this. It's suspicious. It's very suspicious, right? Um, to have 2FA enabled already, right? So yeah. maybe it happened and they didn't have 2FA enabled, right? And they just said they did, hmm. right? Um, maybe this is another, th- another attack on Twitch's reputation. Um, and a way to, to, to get more news, to get more headlines, um, to, to, to spiral some more hate and to say that somebody's had their paycheck changed their, their banking information or the, the PayPal email that the money's going to. And then Twitch just flat out says tough bananas. We ain't paying you. You're just fucked. I don't believe that. The whole thing just sounds made up or it sounds like half truths Mm. right it sounds Mm. like maybe maybe just maybe somebody's stuff did get changed maybe they didn't have 2fa on maybe they're going to twitch and saying whoa what's going on here and maybe twitch said hey you didn't have 2fa 2fa on we tell you to do it we also just got act we once again told you to do it um this just doesn't sound right. Now, I'm going to have to go and take, because I don't have articles in front of me. I, you know, I'm not going to like go through all this here, but we can talk about it again next week. I'm sure we'll hear uh, more about it if it's really something that, that spreads any, even further than the handful. Then I'm yeah. sure there will be more info in, because, in, over time. I mean, how ridiculous does that sound? Just like, I'm just hearing what you're saying. How yeah. ridiculous does it sound that there are multiple partners, bunch of partners, that hmm. had their banking information changed. Twitch pays out to this to this payout, and yeah. then Twitch says, "Tough, you're fucked. Tough bananas. I'm not giving you nothing. I don't believe it. I don't believe it, especially after a hack. You think Twitch is really gonna go? Damn, we got hacked pretty hard. There's a handful of people. It can't be anybody massively notor like like big streamers." Because no, it would have been all over no, the place, right? No. So, which means the paychecks have got to be pretty fucking small. Like the ones that were listed were in the the hundreds, four hundred dollars or something like that. And you and you don't think Twitch is going to make things right for four hundred dollars? Well, I, and I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not for or against Twitch in this in this thing. I just it was reported on multiple sites, and there were actual uh, partner names and affiliate names, and and uh, and there was a massive leak, and so it's it's it does seem plausible to. I don't think it's impossible that this is a thing that's happened. I can tell you from my own personal experience that in regards to two FA with Twitch, that um, they are really hard-nosed or hard-headed about um the any account related shit even as a partner and as a partner as long term as i was and um and it was a nightmare for me to deal with with them and that was through partner relations that wasn't like the stock shit 
That was through partner relations, and it was a nightmare for me. So I do know that sometimes the people that you, your first contacts with Twitch, especially now, like back in the day when we, you and I first got partnered, there was a handful of people, the partner team, you pretty much, you had a handler. Everyone had a handler. It wasn't just like fucking three people at the top of the food chain that had handlers. Everyone that was a partner was assigned to a an actual partner handler. I guess, and there was a there a, a name for that and I'm just forgetting what uh what that was I mean, on top I have of my a, head. I have a manager. Like I if I have an yes, issue, I just yes, I just You still you manager. still have a manager. I don't have any manager on on my side. And I and I haven't had one since my last manager left the company. Uh, uh God, six years ago. Yeah. Uh, and when that happened, there was, uh, there was no transfer of my account to any other manager, uh, yeah. on Twitch's end. So, uh, but then again, I'm also just, I'm, I'm a fucking non-existent small fry in the, in the, in the grand cog and wheels of the website. So it's, uh, for me, the things that stand out would be if, if I was, if I'm thinking about, you know, how can I fly under the radar as, as, uh, most likely fly under the radar. If I'm thinking of in the terms of somebody who would actually be going around the, doing this shit, it's not this sophisticated, Adam, I'm going to tell you right now, I would be targeting smaller people. I wouldn't. It, it's like because the same, because it's if like you're the a same, sophisticated hacker, it's the same reason why, but it's the same. Big, yeah. But it's the same reason why people, when they get credit card in, uh, shit online, they'll do like, they'll, they'll use like it for like five, 10, $20 purchases. And then, uh, because it's, uh, it gets lost in the list of shit and people go months without realizing that their card is being used with somebody else because they're not examining every single statement yeah. versus if you go out and you find out that somebody's maxed your entire credit card out, you obviously know immediately and you just go through, uh, fucking, uh, uh, to have that canceled out by the credit card company. So one way or the other, whether it's, whether it's real or not, these people are saying it's, it's happened. We'll probably yeah. find out more. As, uh, as time goes on, it's kind of hard to say it's an impossibility given the entire source code for the website was leaked. I think so, it's pretty, I think it's pretty impossible if they had 2FA, uh, put on passwords were not leaked 2FA. You're not leaking 2FA. It depends on the type happen. of 2FA that you're using though. If you're yeah, using, it, everybody uh, has to use this, uh, whatchamacallit. Or at least the vast majority of people are using authority or whatever it is. Authy. Authy is their old, they're old. Uh, you yeah. don't have to use Authy anymore. That's the one that they yeah. did force I mean, people on with a partnership mean, years ago. I know, but it's, it's just, it's just not happening, man. It's just not happening. I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for it. They, the hack had nothing to do with passwords, nothing to do with TFA at all. And to say that somebody is targeting small streamers because they don't want a, a, a potential flag to come up, uh, it's just ridiculous. And then to hear and then to hear Twitch say, "No, you're fucked, too goddamn bad, over four hundred dollars." It's fake news. I'm sorry, it just is. There, you, th you think it's you think it's you think it's fake news. You think it's more plausible that despite all that's happened, you think it's more plausible. This is not to be argumentative. I'm just, I'm just asking a question. It is kind of argumentative I'm at this not, point. Well, I'm not, I'm not raising my voice. You're the one fucking singing and dancing over there, like, over uh, this whole thing. Because I mean, you're, 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 you're. I'm just not even trying to be salacious. Like, I'm just, if it's, if it's, if it's there, it's there. And it, I mean, in my mind, so your opinion is, fuck the shit. They're all liars. No, Nobody, no, I'm not saying. Well, that. if you're saying it didn't I'm happen, there's half truths going on here, right? So well, you're saying there's the, no chance. 
I'm saying if they had 2FA enabled, there is no chance that their accounts got hacked and somebody went in and changed their password, went through their 2FA. Not only did they get their Twitch password, but went through and got their 2FA as well that is connected to them. Then went in and changed the banking information to get wired over to them. And then Twitch, when they hear about it, says, no, you're not getting anything. Tough bananas. Enable 2FA. I don't believe that. I am calling that story right there an absolute bold-faced lie. That entire sequence of stuff. So if it's half-truths, what's the, ha- what's the half-truth part? Possible they had their accounts uh, hacked, but they didn't have 2FA enabled, which allowed them to go in there and change their stuff. I still don't believe, and this is the part that I can believe what you were saying, if they went to Twitch on the back end as a non-big streamer and went in and said, hey, something's going on with my payment, my payment place has been changed, they may have copied and pasted a generic 2FA, hey, enable your 2FA thing, and that was the first initial answer that they got from a simple copy and paste. Then the streamers went, what the hell? This is my money, of course, and I would do because Twitch does what Twitch does, and then that becomes news. That's what I think, if anything happened. But I think that entire story, the narrative is just being painted to like, let's just pile on the shit pile onto Twitch, and not only did they just get hacked, which had nothing to do with passwords, and this has been confirmed, but on top of that, Then they go, oh, they also don't give a shit about their partners at all to the point where it's like you lose your money. That's it. The chances are damn near zero from that entire, from start to finish. I think there's half-truths. I think that there's media being spun. I think that's for clicks. I think it's for articles. And it's what, it's what, it's, you know, it's fake news. That's what I think. Half fake news. Half fake news. But it's still fake because like, you know. It's, it's, it's half, it's like, it's like the Joe Rogan thing. It's like, oh, he, you know, he's taking horse fucking tranquilizer or whatever, a horse medicine. Ivermectin. It's his bet. Ivermectin. It's half truth. It's like, yeah, that's what it's used for. It's also used for other things, but let's push a certain narrative. It's the same thing. It's fake news. It's, it's, it's driving a, a thing. It's what's, what's hot right now. It's how the media works. That's what we're getting right now. I could be wrong. And I'm going to look into it, and I'll be the first one to say, next week, if this comes out, and there has been some sort of infiltration, and a bunch of streamers' money is getting transferred over to all these different PayPals and bank accounts, then I'll say, hey, damn, I was wrong. That is crazy. Until then, I'm bordering fake news, like half fake news, half truth. I'm not calling the streamers a liar. I'm not I'm 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 not doing that but I think from start to finish it don't seem right. Mm. Smells fishy. Um yeah, I <laughs> So fine, we'll find out more. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. We fuck only knows. It depends on 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 whether or not more comes out about it. But the uh for me um Truthfully, and this isn't because I just have like a fucking hard on for hating Twitch, I can 100% see Twitch just saying we can't get that money back because it was sent through. It's your partner onboarding and whatever is said on your back end. 
because we can't verify if it was you that did it and you're just trying to get double paid and you're sending it to another uh, another account or whatever. I can 100% see them, especially if it's a smaller partner where they don't think that there's any skin on the line for this to really get blown wildly out of proportion, um, that at the minimum, the first couple of responses, and maybe the responses change if if this does come out and there's anyone talking about it, and now Twitch goes, oh shit, maybe we should look a little bit further into this, otherwise those first responses, it wouldn't be the first time that Twitch's responses to things that we would think wouldn't be fucking smart to do, they'd take the stupid route. Like, they've almost consistently taken the stupid route every time. So that wouldn't shock me. I agree with that. Uh, So, as for 2FA, if you have 2FA with, like, uh, Authy or or another similar one that's that's an actual 2FA program, that's a little harder to get through. But Twitch, um, and Authy was the one that Twitch partnered with a bajillion years ago. To, and it was impo- and it was the impossible. and it was the only and it was the only one that that they would allow you to choose for a while then eventually i think like four years ago now they opened it up that you could use any one of those so whether you're using google auth or whatever and you also have the choice if you don't want to use one of those apps to just get um sms messages as a 2fa which is another common 2fa method the problem with sms is that that shit has been uh circumvented bajillions of times uh, because it, it is secure, but it's not that secure. If anyone can tie, uh, your phone number to any email or anything that's been attached to it, then they can spoof your phone number and your 2FA means basically nothing. So there, it's not that it's impossible and I, and the hack wasn't about passwords. They'd all be hashed. We, I don't know, uh, like the, as we know it, Obviously, it, you, they're not likely running to try and hack the password, or not hack, but, like, decrypt the salted passwords, uh, or the hashed passwords as it is. That's not what I'm thinking would happen. If they are saying, and if it's true, and we would only find out later on, if more information of this comes out, that they did have 2FA, and shit's getting changed on the back end, I don't know websites well enough to be able to say this. And maybe we have we have some uh, devs and programmers in chat, but if if the entirety of Twitch's um, API and the entirety of their code base from back to just after Twitch was formed was leaked down to the developer notes that were hashed out in the code was leaked, part of me has to believe that there is a way for somebody to do some pretty fucked up shit. And Twitch, it's up to Twitch to have to fight that on the back end. And how they do that? Fuck if I know. But I've also, before this has happened, I have never once heard of a site with the magnitude of Twitch, the size of Twitch, to have their entire code base leaked. Not once in my life have I heard anything like that, especially to the granularity that this happened. So, uh, I'm very intrigued as to how much of this is true, how much of it, like almost any story, I agree with you. It's like um, one of the stories I didn't put in here. It was like the, what's her name from Batwoman, uh, Rose, um, or whatever. You know who I mean? The the the, the CW Batwoman oh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, and yeah, she just you you probably saw what she put out. Yeah. So like you read that and you're like, that's so salacious. That's so extreme that I'm sure, given the industry, that there is some validity to a lot of the statements here. But 
there's also this is see this is so extreme that you have to believe that the truth is somewhere between what the studio is telling us and what that's she's what I think telling we're getting us. Here. That's what right? I'm. That's what I think we're getting here, right? And, and I think, uh, yeah. So, I, I, but I am a little concerned just because of of the if, if this was like if the hack had ever happened, I'd be like, oh well, fuck me. I mean, odds are they they're just saying they had two FA enabled, and they didn't. And it's just it's just another another case of like several people getting tagged with this at the same time but yeah i'm very interested as to what level of security twitch has now that the code base has been uh, out there um so yeah we'll have to we'll have to see we'll wait and see what more information comes out of it but we for shall. now nobody big enough to make a big shit stirring pot fucking thing would have been uh, has been affected by that and yeah even and if i it guarantee did, you i guarantee you if anybody well, that would be catastrophic. It, 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 you know, that shit would be out, like, you know, immediately. Like, they'd that be warning be every streamer there is. And listen, uh, if somebody's shit was legitimately stolen, it doesn't matter if you're big or not. Like, that's a problem. No, it should uh, be handled. Straight, it needs yeah. to be handled. And that's why yeah. I think I, I call bullshit on this story from start to finish for Twitch to say, nah, you ain't getting nothing. It's That's your bad. It's over. I don't believe that at all. I, th- I think, I think they've, they've reached out. They got a generic message, which probably pissed them off because they were, where's my money? And I think hmm. that will be handled appropriately. Um, Hopefully. I also, I, also don't, I also don't think that they had 2FA if their account was hacked hmm. and a PayPal was changed. Hmm. Could be wrong. I don't, I don't know if, if, it's, if it's possible when people log in on Twitch, if they're logging the um, geographic location. Um, not to catch the person, but if it's a, if it's like a, uh, like, I guess they could, if the person was trying to dupe Twitch into paying them twice, they could VPN to like spoof their location or some shit to make it look that like it was logged in from, man. from so, I, no, I'm not talking, no, yeah. I'm talking but like, I'm talking about like, cause I, I'm trying to explain why what I was about to say probably isn't the case, Yeah. but like if Twitch saw like in terms of like them deciding whether or not to pay them the money, right? Yeah. The one of the few pieces of evidence that they, that they would be able to pull from would be where was that last login when that was changed because they would have record of the change on their end. So yeah. where was the login when this changed happened? And if it is different from every other fucking login loca- geographic location that the streamer is from, yeah, maybe now we have to look into it. And now what I was saying was unfortunately the easy route if they were trying to dupe Twitch would be they just VPN their shit. Yeah, and they'd it's- have NordVPN <laughs> and they use that promo code OTT. For to get 73% off. But people that buy NordVPN from us, they don't do illegal things with it. That would be illegal. And I do not, <laughs> I do not, we do not condone or I support. I do not condone or support illegal activities with VPNs. But <laughs> legal if activities. Were, if they were smart, they probably would be using a VPN. They just <laughs> wouldn't be using my promo code. You wouldn't download a car with a VPN, Jeff. No, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. And I also, I, I, I just believe that Twitch, no matter what, at that small, at that small of a price, they just pay it out, right? They just, they don't. You they would, don't, ho- you would fucking just, hope. Well, if they, yeah, I mean, you just, you have to. You would I hope. Mean, yeah, this oh isn't, this God. isn't a, a, you know, five hundred thousand dollar payment yeah. that you're gonna fucking, you know, pay shroud or something. That this is, this is four hundred dollars, right? And four hundred dollars <laughs> to, you know, some of these streamers is a lot of goddamn money because, you know, they're busting their ass. 
This isn't a you know somebody. Oh, we've seen we've seen the list now. Four hundred dollars actually represents like that's a ninety three percent of the payouts on the yeah. website. You're not you're not that small of a streamer making that kind of money unless <laughs> exactly. you've got like unless you've got like a, 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 a an oiler that just loves you and that is going to hook you up with a bunch of bits or gifted subs <laughs> or something. But uh, you know that's it's pretty substantial. You're in the so. you're in the top five percent at four hundred and so you know four hundred dollars payout right 5%. there. Five percent. One. Yeah, probably 1%. <laughs> I mean, think about how many millions of streamers are set up on Twitch. <laughs> yeah. You, you've got to be in the top 1%, I would the imagine. The dream. Yeah. The dream. Uh, oh, God, where were we? New World hit a bit of a snag as uh, the game economy has deflated horribly. They've, I don't know if this is, they've like, I don't know if they've turned into like, I don't, I don't even know what, what analogy to use for this. Um, but here's the, here's the writing for this. And it's quite, it's quite hilarious to me. So deflation in new world, <laughs> new world is suffering the opposite and significantly more rare issue of deflation. The way, like, cause normally the idea is normally in MMOs, the, the economy goes to, like the opposite direction. Everything gets like inflated to fuck. This is going the opposite fucking direction. Uh, a significantly more rare issue of deflation. The way of creating coins in-game, monster drops, salvage, and quests don't offer enough rewards to counterbalance the number of coins being used. As a result, prices have been dropping for goods, particularly crafting materials such as ore, not necessarily because there isn't enough coin to afford them, but because the value of currency is so much higher than the value of the goods given their relative scarcity. A punishing overhead tax burden exists in the game. This is because this game actually has tax, by the way. This is if you want to, if you want to relive real life, go play New World. Uh, a punishing overhead tax burden exists in the game where the cost for crafting, home ownership, or repairs exceeds the player's ability to accumulate coin. In addition, companies are taxed for territory ownership, essentially disincentivizing PvP since the marginal costs far exceed any potential benefits. Currency is so valuable now that on certain servers, direct trades have become part of a barter economy with neither party willing to part from coin. Trades such as 1,000 linen for 600 ore and 20 eggs or star metal tools for 40 steel bars are commonplace, like what one would see in a hunter and gatherer society, which is surprisingly thematic, but nonetheless a frustrating experience for players. So they've managed to have an economy so shit that it's like the first MMO in modern history to have their economy deflate, and everyone's devolved into barter system. 10 out of 10. Would play again. Still don't understand the allure of that game. I think it's absolute dog shit. <laughs> that isn't a fucking example of why. God help you. God help you. You're, you're having an to, economic crisis over there in New World. You having one in real life? You want a second one? Uh, Boy, well, do we not, got the game for you. Well, we're technically not in an economic crisis right now. We're we're kind Yet. of in a, we're we're in a euphoric <laughs> state right now. <laughs> the crisis is coming. The crisis is coming. We're in the euphoric state right now. Every Buckle. we're printing money. We're making money. Buckle. We're putting we're putting off paying debtors. The gas price is like fucking going through the roof. We're just buckle the fuck up. Buckle and if up. you want, if you want like a, a a preview, well, go play New World. They've got you covered. Yep. Experience go, go it there first. For real life. <laughs> for what late twenty twenty two is going to bring you. 
<laughs> the barter system. Get used to it. Gran Turismo 7 coming uh, March 2022. That's one of the few games that managed to avoid the February window. Uh, so for those racing fans that have been waiting for the next Gran Turismo for a long while, and it's been a hot minute, uh, you can get yours March 4th. Uh, and finally, Halo Infinite PC overview video dropped just today. It was uh, just a, a few hours ago. Showing off all the myriad customization options and features the PC version specifically will bring with it. And I encourage you, if you're looking forward to Halo Infinite, to watch it, because there will be more information than I'm going to give you here. Uh, it looks very robust, especially for a game that will also be primarily con a console seller, because, I mean, you have to remember, this is going back to the Xbox One. I mean, they're making this shit playable from Xbox One all the way through the Series S and X and PC. Uh, and so uh, it was quite impressive to see just how many options they're they're providing uh, as much or more than any other like pc first uh game that i've seen in recent memory from dynamic uh, fps and resolution changes to ultra wide support and a load of others uh, including extensive key binds uh and ultra low latency of which they showed in the video if you want to see how they tested the fact that they have for those like scrubby sweaty of you you know sweaty nerds out there that like get real sweaty in call of duty and other shooters and you're like oh the latency i pressed the mouse button and the gun didn't shoot fast enough they have a part of the video where they show you literally fucking measuring their latency and how it's bordering on the fastest in the industry for halo infinite so if you like to jerk off over your mouse latency go watch the video uh steam windows store and consoles all will have cross play on day one uh, which is a nice thing as well. And then Windows Store and Xbox, if you if you own it on one of those uh, two platforms, also will have cross-saves. So if you have it on the Xbox or the Windows Store and you're playing it, when you go to the other and you log in, all of your shit is there. Obvi for obvious reasons, you don't get that on Steam. It's like a totally different fucking ecosystem. But if you have it on one of those other two platforms, then you're away to the races. Uh, another interesting point in this video was they talked about the fact that they're going to have a hopper or like a queue system uh, because they talk about the difficulties of balancing the game for controllers versus mouse and keyboard, which is a game that every crossplay game has been, uh, or a fe feature that a lot of crossplay games have been struggling with for a long while. Uh, they're going to have, at least to start, I'll be surprised if this lasts forever, but they're going to have a ranked controller, a ranked mouse, and a ranked mix hopper. So if you want to play with only uh controller players and you're a controller player yourself that's an option for you if you want to play with only mouse and keyboard you can and if you, you and if you want to just dive in and say give me m people that also don't care which play you know which version of controls are using both um and uh and that's been like if you've on twitter for example for call of duty one of the biggest points of of contention right now in call of duty for warzone and other other games is the mouse and keyboard versus the controller balance and oh that's gonna uh, backfire heavy and uh yeah uh it's you have to have a really big player base to be able to spread them out across three three hoppers like that, that not only that i guarantee you people will be able to mask what they're using 100 percent. and you're gonna have a bunch of people with keyboard and mouses going in and stomping people that have controllers is that a thing that you can do i would imagine i would do we have the uh, technology Come on. We have the technology to fucking hack games like God knows what. <laughs> How fast and easy is it going to be for Spooping somebody? this keyboard and mouse as a controller. Seriously. I mean, that will happen very quickly. That That is like... A, that, that, you know, those players are going to be salivating. I also feel like most people are likely just going to choose mixed because I think like for people playing ranked, 
The most prestige will come from saying, I didn't just lock myself into one or the other, I'm playing with everyone, and that's where, that's where the prestige will be. So if you're like really hard on for like, look at my ranked, you know, rank, that the mixed hopper is likely going to be the one that the most people play in. But you know, I think the big problem that I think would come out of that would be when you split ranked into three different hoppers like that. I just you have to have dumb. a sizable fucking player base yeah, to make that I, work. I, I, I hope I hope the majority of people speak up and say, Don't, this is not necessary. This Pretty easy for them to turn off, though. So I guess, if anything, they're, they're trying it, and if people don't like it, they just fucking yeah. turn it off, and then they they're done. Yeah. Uh, and that's all I've got for games. Are you ready to uh, sell out again, since we've uh, already partially sold out for, uh, for one? Well, NordVPN, guys, if you guys want a VPN service, nordvpn.com slash OTT. Use the promo code OTT. Get yourself 73% off plus four bonus months when you use that code when you get a two-year subscription. Um, stay safe. Stay anonymous. Um, don't do any big illegal activities like uh, use it to get access or to spoof your your location to somebody you're not supposed to for malicious reasons. Now I will say <laughs> if you want to spoof it to mm. the United States when you're in Canada to watch different regions of Netflix, I mean who will mind to stop you? I'll promote that. All right. I'll I'll just say it. All right. Mr. You Black, what if you don't currently have McRib on special in your country and you're just craving a McRib? Do you think you could make it happen? I, th- I think you can make it happen when you use NordVPN. <laughs> spoof yourself. Spoof yourself sounds like spoof. Spoof yourself, all right, and then make the order and skip the dishes all the way to where you're from. You're gonna pay a couple of dollars in gas, but you're gonna get yourself the McRib, all right. Make it happen with NordVPN, all right. Head on over there, guys. Use that promo code OTT. Stay safe. Stay anonymous. You know, watch watch content, games, you name it, movies, TV on high speed servers. No interruption. These guys are the real deal. So head on out there and support them. Plus, we got to talk about Elgato for a second. Guys, look at my webcam. All right, I want you to go so back. So crispy. Like, I want you to go back about a month, six weeks ago, and take a look at the camera quality. This is called the Elgato face cam. All right? This is the next generation of webcams in the market. If you don't have this camera then you've probably spent $2,000 on a similar one with the same or just slightly better quality when you could spend a couple hundred dollars and get yourself this plug and play and tons of software features to dial in the right look that you're going for for your content. Think of how many McRibs you could buy with the savings. A lot. And I'm telling you right now... a lot of McRibs. I'm telling you right now, if you go and spend... $2,000 on a DSLR camera that you're going to hook up and then you could spend a couple hundred dollars on this, you'd be hard-pressed to see such a difference that the calls for a $1,700, $1,800 difference, I I can guarantee it doesn't exist. It doesn't. If you're not using a DSLR for more than a webcam on your stream, you should probably not buy a DSLR just for a webcam. Don't do it. That's a bit... Overkill. As somebody who owns one right now, if I wasn't using it for other purposes, I would have yeeted this shit into the sun a long time ago. Because not only do you need the DSLR, then you need a capture card yep. 
to, to capture, capture the thing. And if you decide that, hey, I really need the DSLR camera and Elgato doesn't have a DSLR camera, that's fine. You're going to need the Elgato capture card. So you can go ahead and pick up your Elgato capture card for your DSLR camera that you spent $2,000 plus for. I'm using one right now. Yep. I'm using one too, except that I'm not using one for a webcam, but there is one in my computer. For my I'm PS5. using the Cam Link, the Cam Link 4K, the there one specifically for linking your cam. Yep. Hey, guys, I am not cam shaming you if you're using a <laughs> DSLR, all right? I'm not. In fact, kudos to you. You got deep pockets and you've got good taste. All right, great. But I am going to shame you. I'm, I am going to cam shame you if you decide to go out and pick up a Logitech C920 when the face cam is out. All right? It's a bold I'm gonna choice. Shame, I'm going to shame you a little bit. Unless you got it at like a, a yard sale or on Facebook Marketplace <laughs> and you picked it up sale. for 25 bucks and you just getting by, all right, respect. But if you're actively going out to Best Buy or you're on Amazon and you're trying to think, what's the webcam I need to get for my stream or for my Skype calls with my family or anything like that, and you don't get a face cam, I'm cam shaming you. <laughs> Bad. Bad life choice. That's it. Oh, link is in the description below. Head on over there and pick one up. Mr. Black, it's time for... Movies and TV! Michael Caine was falsely reported, talking about fake news, to have, re uh, have retired from acting this week. I saw that. Until Michael Caine came onto Twitter or whoever uses Michael Caine's Twitter for Michael Caine and said, by the way, I'm not retired from acting. Which was great news because I like me some Michael Caine. Of course. Who doesn't like Michael Caine? Who doesn't like some Michael Caine? Uh, Peacemaker, Black Adam, and the Batman all had their trailers released. That was a heavy-hitting trailer week. This week, Mr. Black. Uh, <laughs> I have here my notes. I might not like The Rock very much right now, but Pierce Brosnan's in Black Adam, so now I'm obligated to see it. That's the truth. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just... And, I, and honestly, like, of all the Rock roles, this is the one that I want to see him in, because this is, like, his passion project. He's been fighting it. This is, like, The Rock's version of Ryan Reynolds fighting for Deadpool. It's like yep. The Rock fighting for, for Black Adam and, and becoming Black Adam and doing his thing. You know, I, yep. I respect that about The Rock for this film, so I want to see it for that reason as well. But then also Pierce Brosnan. So I will see it. I watched the trailer. I'm assuming you also watched the trailer for Black Adam? I did. Uh, what were your thoughts? It was, a bit, it was more of a teaser than an actual, yeah. like, yeah, trailer. Yeah, definitely a teaser. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it was what I thought it was going to be. It's, it's The Rock as a superhero or I guess like a anti-hero. He's an anti-hero. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's, 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 I feel like we're going to get a very similar performance that we got in Hercules. Mm. Um, Maybe hopefully better. Yeah, uh, probably <laughs> not, but we'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, as long as it's a, better than the Scorpion King. Yeah. I mean, listen, I really like Shazam. And, I mean, eventually these two are going to meet. Um, so I'm excited for that. We'll see. 
uh, we'll see. The Black Adam, you know, it, it's another comic book movie. So, like, for me, it's like, meh, I'll go see mm. it. And maybe it'll wow me. Uh, how'd you feel about the Batman trailer? That I really liked. Uh, mm. That that was... It was you know nice. why I like that? It didn't look like a comic book movie. It looked like a movie movie. The way I, it, the way that when I watched it, I felt like the way I said it in my in the reaction I did for it, I said I feel like I'm watching a movie. When mm. I watch Marvel, I don't necessarily feel like I'm watching. You feel like film. you're watching film. Yeah, you feel like you're watching film. I, I, like when I watching, saw this, yeah, I'm like I'm watching yeah. cinema, cinema. Right? Yeah. That was the difference. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I'm with you on that. It yeah. looked. Uh, pretty damn good. Uh, everything about it just looks awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this angry Batman, this like gritty, pissed off Batman. Um, uh, you know that looks like will kill people and doesn't give a fuck. Um, and it kind of reminded me of some like really good like uh, I don't know if you ever seen the movie Seven, um, uh, with Samuel L. Jackson. I, I think I have. Yeah, uh, it, it's got a very like dark detective mystery uh, vibe to it, almost like bordering horror. Um, looks awesome. Mm. It looks awesome. I'm ready. I don't want to see any more. I just want to see the movie. Yeah, I don't want. And that was the other thing I mentioned. I said, you know what? I also liked about this trailer. I don't feel like I've seen the whole fucking movie. Yeah. Which again is a problem that the industry has had for a while now. Where like every time you see a trailer, you're like you're 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 gambling as to whether or not you're gonna see basically every plot point the film has to offer, and then what's the point of going to the fucking movie at that point? You've already seen everything. Yep. Uh, and they didn't do that. In fact, they didn't even show the Riddler's face. Nope. And I wanted to stay that way. Keep it, keep it that way. Um, but yeah, that was very, that was, I was actually legitimately, I'm not like an enormous Batman fan, but that, I was like, yes, give me this shit. Give it to me, please. I'll take it. Um, I did not see, what was the third one here that I talked about? Peacemaker. I didn't see the trailer for that. Did you see the trailer for Peacemaker? Yeah. So that what looks were fun. That looks yeah? fun. It's, uh, I like John Cena a lot. Um, I actually like Cena more than The Rock, hmm. um, as of late. Um, not saying The Rock can't make good movies because he 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 does have some really. Cena's good got the comedy movies. chops. That's what I like about Cena. Cena um, isn't taking himself too serious, and yeah. that's what I like about Cena. Yeah. Um, the Rock is. I mean, I respect the fact that The Rock has definitely matured as an actor. He's definitely gotten better as an actor over time. Um, but I still think he takes himself too serious. Mm. Um, and you know, at the end of the day, it's still The Rock in these movies and in a lot of movies. And, mm. uh, I just, you know, I'd love to see the rock have a little bit more fun again. And that's sort of what John Cena does. Like black Adam is going to be a very serious, dark. It, that's what it seems like anyway. Uh, comic was an movie. antihero. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't seem upbeat, funny, lighthearted. It just seems like, Hey, I'm a badass. deal with me, which I'm, which I'm fine with. I just, John Cena's just doing it different. He's picking a different lane and he's standing out for it. And the peacemaker works perfectly uh, for him. Do and you think, do you think the rock was like that though? Because so many people told him that he couldn't be the giant 
fucking, you know, black Samoan dude when he first entered Hollywood and he was afraid nobody would take him seriously. So he was so, he's so hellbent on, he, he's, maybe he's a little concerned that if he goes the, the Cena's route, you know, Cena's not making movies like The Rock is and pulling in the money The Rock is, right? Cena's nobody out there making, is. yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> like, uh, but you know, The Rock, when he did Walking Tall and fucking, you know, The Scorpion King, I don't think anyone was watching that going, oh shit, that man's going to make like more money than everyone else in the movie industry. Um, so do you think The Rock is doing that? Because back then, that was kind of what the industry was kind of pigeonholing him into what Cena is, which is kind of like the, like nobody just, do you, do you think people take John Cena seriously in the yeah. movie industry versus like The Rock? Yeah, I, I, I think John Cena is being taken seriously and he should. Um, I just don't think John Cena takes him. It's not about being taken serious. I think the rock is taken very seriously. Mm. Not only the people that give him these jobs, but also his career and, and his acting and, and the roles that he picks. I think he, he does. I don't think the rock does certain movies for the money. I think the rock picks projects that he thinks he can elevate and really shine in. Uh, because I mean, he could he could be in whatever the fuck he wants. He sure as shit don't need another twenty million dollars, right? It's just you know, and on a schedule like him, like you got to fit in stuff that you really want to do. Um, John Cena, yeah, he's a bit tight casted right now because he doesn't have as much influence as The Rock, but he's definitely opened up quite a bit. The difference is, is John Cena just doesn't seem as serious as the rock in it's a terms personality of like, difference, yeah, right? it's a personality difference and it comes out on screen it's just it seems like john cena is having more fun than the rock and it's probably true because the rock schedule is so insane that like not saying he doesn't enjoy what he does he's gotta love it but i mean how much can you really sit back smile and drink a fucking bottle of, te- of your tequila you know i feel like john cena is probably a little bit more appreciative of the roles that he gets and 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 thus I don't I don't know. I mean I'm projecting. I'm just seeing what I'm I'm telling you how I feel about John Cena on screen and the the peacemaker just seems like a perfect match for him. He was great in Suicide Squad. This is like the perfect format for the character in a series. Um it just looks like a good time. I mean, I could be wrong. The show could be dog shit, but I highly doubt it. James Gunn uh, wrote and directed, I think, five of five of these episodes. Um, John Cena knows what he's doing, and the character's cool. And you know what they say? And you know what they say about people that can do comedy is that they can do. You can do anything. So if you can do comedy, you can extend that into dramatic roles or whatever else. Because yeah. if you can make somebody laugh you can make them do anything you want emotionally at that point. Because making somebody laugh is far harder than, than going for, for the rest of it. So that's why you saw, you, you know, you've seen so many comedians and people are always like, wow, what a surprise that this comedian can do so well in a dramatic role. It was like when Rob Williams did that shit or even Jim Carrey did that shit and everyone was like, wow, what the fuck? Or Bill Murray, you know, all these guys that were traditionally comedians and then lo and behold, oh, what a surprise. They're capable of of, uh, of doing yeah. a lot more than that. And The Rock can. Like, listen, The Rock's got some acting chops. He's gotten a lot better over the he years. He has definitely like, improved, yeah. He's gotten sure. so much better. I yeah. think the person who's gotten the best out of all three in terms Batista? of like, Batista. That guy, <laughs> dude, I, that guy, dude, he's, that, he's really kind of done, bro. Batista. Yeah. He's, he's, he's still got a couple of his generic, like, you know, uh, big buff 
crazy dude, you know, like in, in Guardians of the Galaxy, which yeah, yeah. just started filming again, number three. Um, and then he's also in Dune, um, and he plays a very similar character to Drax um, in terms of, like, aesthetic and look. Um, so, like, he's still doing that type of stuff, but the guy has been, like, that that last um, zombie movie he was in. Um, he had some scenes in that dude, movie. That guy... You can't sleep on Dave Batista. Dave Batista, I'm calling it out. He's gonna be a more. He's gonna be out of the three. He's gonna be the guy that is gonna win an award. Like, like he's gonna be up for an Academy Award by the time his career is done. Because I think that this guy, um, once again, he's still not as big as John Cena is. I mean, that's still actually. You know what? It's that might not even uh, be in true the movie anymore. industry. I think that I, Batista's I, I, more pull I, right now. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I mean it's tough. I mean they're right there. I mean if, that motherfucker's if, in Guardians of the Galaxy in multiple movies. He's doing a lot of his own projects. John Cena's only John Cena's like just starting to appear in more than just his couple of like original, you know, efforts. Close. Right? Yeah, it's it's close. I I I I think yeah. You know what? I think Dave Batista probably. Yeah, I, I mean I'm gonna just say it. Yeah, I think. Over the last couple of years, Dave Batista, his career has progressed a lot uh, more. A lot more. Um, and I think he's made it a point to do that, though. Like, I don't think John Cena is trying to truly be. Yeah, well, John Cena is still wrestling as well a little bit from time to time. He's still doing whatever. That dude spends more time in hospitals with dying children than anywhere else on the yeah. planet. So yeah. he's got a very specific order of operations for his his life, and I don't think like Batista is very obviously. Follow I follow him on Twitter. He is very obviously trying to become a respected actor and oh, not he, just looked at. I think he is. I mean, yeah, look, he was in Dune, as a wrestler. Man. Like he, yeah. like you know, he's this guy has gotten the nod. Like this yeah. guy before he was a bit of a joke. Like in terms of like, oh, here we go, another another, another big WWE dude. big dude coming in <laughs> tired of wrestling, thinks he's an actor. Um, and he was dog shit when he started, man. He was oh, dog terrible. shit. He was bad. Yeah. Now, I, if if Dave Batista comes out with 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 a movie, I'm a watch. I'm there. Movie. I'm watching the movie. So yeah, uh, I'm. I I actually think Dave Batista is is picking the most. Um, the is getting the most for me anyway as a viewer. I mean, mm. I can't speak for everybody, but his roles are more intriguing for me. And the, what he's picking and who he's doing movies with, than The Rock doing his eighth movie with Kevin Hart, or you know what I mean, <laughs> doing another Disney, you know, whatever. Right? I, I listen. Those are great, cool family movies. I'm sure they're a lot of fun. Uh, cool. But Dave Batista, that guy, that guy is he's in a different league right now. He's in a different league. John Cena's like in the middle. He's still doing. Some of the stuff I think if John sat doing. down and really wanted to do what Batista's doing and hunting that shit down, I think he could probably work his way in. For sure. I think he's there. I just think it's a it's a it's priorities are different, right? Yeah. Especially yeah. amongst the three of them. Batista really like uh, The Rock wants to make money. Batista wants Dave, to be a respected actor. John Cena is somewhere yeah. in the middle where he's like, I'm here to have some fun, make some money. And, and you know, break into the to the film industry. But if I don't become the greatest actor of all time, I don't give a fuck. And it's Dave kind of like, Batista for me is like this generation's Mel Gibson, where hopefully he doesn't go down the same path. Well, no, I <laughs> he's definitely not going to go down that path. But uh, but I think like 
he's an amazing he's 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 becoming an amazing actor i wouldn't really say he's amazing right now but he's getting man, there. he is oh he's really gotten there like he's 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 one he's one key role away from going god damn give this guy a nod <laughs> here like a nominate him for something uh i think that's where he's at i i don't think the rock like i think the rock is searching for that i don't think the rock is is gonna get that i i yeah. don't i don't see the rock um I, I I don't see The Rock getting any t- being in any type of movies that are worthy of of prestigious acting awards, and that's fine. He's a blockbuster guy. Yeah, that's a, it's a different. It's he's in it for a different reason, you know. Yeah. Batista is enjoying the money he's making, but he really wants to. He wants the respect, right? I think Dave Batista's made money, and now he's going. I'm going to pick some projects that I think not only can I learn as an actor, but I can mm. work with people that are gonna, you know elevate my career well, he made money and then if you know his story he, he, uh, he lost wrestling, it all he, he yeah, spent he it. all yeah. of his shit and yeah. then like started all over again yeah and uh and again another, speaking about personalities is that batista seems like one of those guys uh especially having watched his whole wrestling career where he's a respect guy he wants to earn respect yeah he's he he's he likes the money but his yeah. bigger thing is that he's he gets respect from people perhaps that he has respect for is like his biggest, yeah, his biggest personal thing. Yeah. And the rock is like, I just want to make as much well, money. I mean, I, yeah. I think Dave Batista, when he goes on an, on an acting set and I'm, 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 I'm speculating here. I'm just, I'm just for talking yeah. sake. I think when he goes down and he's sitting in a room or he's at a reading table with like, say a Leonardo DiCaprio or, yeah. uh, um, I, I don't know, a, a Matt Damon or whatever. Right. He, I, I think Dave Batista strives to go into that room and have everybody look at him as the a same peer way, yeah, and 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 go to bat with him. Exactly. Like, you know, I think The Rock walks into a room and everybody just treats him that way because he's The Rock, yes, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter. He's not there to try to impress you, right? No. You're there to try to impress him, right? Yeah. It's different, and I, and 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 that shows by what Dave Batista. And, and the roles he's taken, yeah, he's been taken. There's been a few like things he's been doing. You could just tell for like passion projects, maybe to help a friend or 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 whatever, dip his toes into this or that. But man, he's been picking some roles that like this guy. He's got a vision for his career, and these directors. What do you, what do you are, think the character is that Dave Bautista plays that gets him his Academy nod? What do you? What type of character do you think he's going to play that gets him that that gets him that nod? Jeez, I don't know. I think I, it doesn't I, come for a while, but I think it it ends up being a, a a movie in which he plays a mentor role. I think he will be the mentor, and I think that's the kind of role that he will take that will get him his nod. Yeah, I, some sort of mentorship. I, I don't think it's going to be an action movie by any means. It could be like it. Okay, I think it could be two things. It could be like really good war movie mm. by a very, very like Spielberg like a, shows up and gives exactly, him a role, like a re, like a Christopher Nolan or something. You know what I mean? Like uh, a a period piece, a war movie that you know. I'm not talking you know Gears of War or something. No. I'm talking <laughs> like you know some sort of like World War Two or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh, where he goes in there and he gets acting chops, or I think uh, yeah, he could do a mentor role. I mean, he could play what sort of like what the Rock phoned in uh, on on the uh, the wrestling movie, right? Where he could he could play somebody, but I think he could show some chops on something that like Ben Affleck did, where um, 
you know, he plays somebody that's battling addiction and, you know, he's which was really just what seems to be Ben Affleck's real life. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, but I think I think Dave Batista, you know, he yeah, could, could play do something a character like that, yeah. that, you know, has a drinking problem or, you know, uh, I, I, I don't know. And he's trying to get his life back together. Yeah. Um, I think he could really shine kind of like, uh, you know, and uh, kind of like what Kevin Hart did, which, by the way, I think Kevin Hart should have got a nod. Uh, I, I don't necessarily think for Oscar, but. Uh, for an award if he didn't for um, fatherhood he did a movie I don't know if you've seen it or not but Kevin Hart uh, he did a movie called fatherhood if you guys didn't see it go watch the movie especially if you're a parent and even more so if you're a single dad um, go watch this movie this guy fucking acted in that movie and it's another comedian that can act what a shocking conclusion he did some comedy stuff in there like his his Kevin Hart you know shit you know like the kevin Hart stuff but the guy in there there was a story uh i was all in on that and i think dave batista if he can get a very similar similar role yeah i think he's gonna get it and i That's think sort of thing, like a fatherhood it. mentorship role is a very similar kind of pocket to be in and i i, I could see i could totally see that i just feel like it's like he's gonna get a little bit older before it happens uh, oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. It'll be a while. It'll and a while. Uh, but I, yeah, it, I, I agree. I think it's I think it's eventually coming down the pipe. Um, Doctor Strange, Thor, and Black Panther movies—the uh, ones that were dropped in 2022. Well, they're still coming out in 2022, but they have all been delayed by a few months uh, a piece. Some more than others, pushing uh, some other films back to 2023, like uh, Ant Man and the Marvels. Um, and I, I, you choose your reason. It could be any fucking a million things, but most of them are only a few months. It's not the end of the world. They've just been moved like uh, somewhere between one and three months. A couple of them were like, I think five, like maybe one or two of them were like five month uh, swings. I think, I think the reason why that happened is like once you delay one because of the way they're it's all a, interconnected, it's a cascading. You kind of have to move, yeah. you know, movies. You can't have the one go before the other type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not a huge, it's not a huge shift, but there's, you know, it's a little bit of a shift. Uh, Cowboy Bebop Netflix live action show got an official teaser finally. Uh, and even if you don't have any interest in Cowboy Bebop from the anime perspective, or if you're an anime fan and you want to like kill the people that are deciding to do a live action of this, if you appreciate good editing, like the production floor stuff for for stuff for uh, for film. Watch that trailer because the amount of fucking work that went into that trailer is probably more than the show itself. That shit was crazy. Have oh, you I think seen the whole, it? I think the movie is like that. That's how you, the movie. Did you see? Is. Did you see the trailer? Yeah. Oh yeah. If that, that if that if the whole, the whole thing is like that, is that's gonna fucking be insane. Yeah. I wouldn't say the entire, but there's probably big action set pieces that are like that. Yeah. That's uh, that but, wasn't made just for a trailer. That's how the movie is. That shit would be fucking wild. And I know there's yeah. a lot of people that are like white knuckle in this shit because Cowboy Bebop is in the pantheon for anime as like one of the best animes ever made. It also has arguably the best music in any anime ever made. And you got some of that in that trailer. Such fucking awesome music in that trailer. Uh, and so I'm I, just the aesthetics was just uh, amazing and very much mimicked the uh, the anime and uh, and and credit to them for for pulling it off. So. We'll see just how well they pull it off when it lands, but uh, I'll, I'll uh, more than likely be trying to check that out when the time comes. And then the last thing that just dropped, I think, earlier today, 
uh, was the Uncharted trailer. Did you see that? I did. What were your thoughts? I thought it was. I thought it looked okay. I thought. I thought it looked utilitarian. I thought it was like somebody. It's like they. It's like somebody was told that you have to do an Uncharted movie, and they said okay, and they did the absolute bare minimum of what that would be representative of, and called it a day. I felt like, and this might just be a function of the fact that it's being made based on Uncharted, because Uncharted itself isn't exactly new material as, as like a, as like a thing. You know, the the whole treasure hunter thing isn't exactly new shit. But it looked like when I watched that trailer, you could have changed the names of the like the three main characters you saw there, and changed the name of the entire movie, and it would have been unrecognizable as Uncharted. It could have been anything. It felt so generic and very phoned in. And maybe the the there are bits of the movie that aren't that, and it's just what we saw in the trailer. But nothing about that trailer got me excited to see Uncharted. It just seemed okay. It doesn't look bad. It just like it was just kind of like, eh. I would not rush to see this movie, for example. But yeah, what were your what were your your thoughts on uh, on the trailer? I mean, I thought I thought it, I thought it looked all right. Um... I didn't really have high expectations for it to begin with. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got Mark Wahlberg, you got, um, uh, what's his face? Spider-Man. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Thank you. Um, they seem to have good chemistry. There was actually some funny one-liners in the trailer. Very game um, dialogue in there for sure. The um, whole, uh, you, uh, uh, Sully doesn't have any friends. I would know I'm one of them. Yeah. Like that line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the fact that you remember those lines, you know, it's kind of something, right? Like uh, the, 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 it, it looked a little too flashy. Like it looked a little bit too much like, um, like it's a little bit of know, mission impossible going on in there. Yeah, almost. Yeah. Like it, it, it didn't, <laughs> it, it, it felt like, you know, if you took the, that little airplane thing that they had going on there and you threw yeah. that in like fast and the furious or mission impossible, it would fit or it would fit. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like it didn't, I, I there, but there were a couple of shots in there that I was like, Ooh, that's very, that's, that's very, uh, uncharted looking. Um, so maybe this first trailer there, because, you know, they're getting to know the character. They're introducing these characters. We're getting the backstory. I mean, this is obviously going to be a franchise. Uh, so this is going to be, is it going to be a one and done? I, I personally was looking more for an adventure. Um, and I, and we got little dibbles and dabbles of that in the trailer. But it, then again, it still just kind of looked like a, like a generic movie with a couple of A-list actors. Um, that if you told me the movie was called you know, uh, heist, heist of your life. I, I would have, I would have been like, okay, this looks okay. <laughs> you know, you put uncharted on there and I'm still like, uh, okay, but now it it's uncharted, okay. but now it's uncharted. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, I never played all the uncharted's I, I played the a part of the first one. Yeah. So like, I'm not as, as attached to the uh, source material as a lot of people are out there. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is once again, the moviegoers, there's going to be more people that have no idea what Uncharted is than what than what they do know. So, you know, just like when The Last of Us comes out, which, you know, the, when they showed a screenshot of that looked like The Last of Us, you can, you know, you can kind of get away with that in TV form. Um, 
we're getting an uncharted movie here. We're probably going to get two hours, two hours and 10 minutes. And there's going to be a lot of gamers that are going in there with some pretty high expectations. I'm not sure those expectations are going to be met here. Look, if you're a gamer going in high expectations for a video game movie at this point, you're setting yourself up. I got nothing. I got nothing for you. Yeah. If you go in there with low expectations, I think we might, we might come up with a movie, but but at the end of the day, like Tom Holland, you know, he's, he's good, but he's got some crap out there as well that nobody talks about. Um, and, uh, he also uh, kind of plays the same character in every movie that he's in too. Yeah. And Mark Wahlberg, I mean, he can just still make crap. Like he's, you know, he is, that guy is like M night Shyamalan of, of (laughs) movies either he may, and literally he's made M night Shyamalan movies. He either is in a really solid film or it or is dog absolute shit. dog shit. You know, it's like it's bordering. It's it isn't as bad as Bruce Willis, but we're getting there. Like the more his career goes <laughs> on, the more he's becoming a Bruce Willis. Right. Where it's just like, dude is literally acting for the money. The roles he's taking, not great. Um, but there are still some times where Mark Wahlberg comes out with some fire and I'm like, damn, I really connect with that. And it's usually character pieces of an individual where he can play an everyday guy and he does a great job at that. You put him in an action movie and man, it is, they're, they're not good as of late. They're not good. But let's see what we got here. It can happen. It can happen. Don't lose hope yet. It can happen. But now it's time for tech support. Actually, before we do that, did you see Dune? I did. What were your thoughts on that? I loved it, actually. Fantastic. I think Dune is... I think you'd fucks with it. How was the cinematography in it? Because I feel like, for me, Dune lives and dies by the cinematography. Bro, this is... This... I'll, I, I'm going to go see it again. I'm going to go see it in IMAX. This is... uh, Probably the most gorgeous filmed movie i have seen since interstellar, interstellar? yeah and that's what it looked like in the trailers when i was watching it i was like i for me like dune is known as one of the greatest pieces of science fiction writing ever made if not the greatest and so i was like all right well i'm gonna go in with tempered expectations for how well they managed to translate it into a film because that's a fucking that's a steep hill to climb well they did it before and apparently it was garbage yeah years ago they had one uh, yes, they did. Uh, they, but they, then they, the cinematography looked like I was like, okay, maybe I can. Oh, bro, this is this is gorgeous. I mean, see it on the biggest screen you can. This is an absolute masterclass mm. of filmmaking. I mean, who did? Who is, is the director for this? Uh, Denis. Uh, it's I, I can't fucking pronounce his name. Uh, <laughs> nobody can. Uh, what else has he done before this? Oh, he's done uh, twenty forty nine, which I didn't like. Okay. Um, uh he's done a bunch of shit i'll give you his his uh filmography here um let me see here so blade runner 2049 uh the movie wasn't what, good but 2049 had good cinematography in it so this seems oh, to be it was a, beautiful a thom- oh, it was beautiful yeah yeah so he's good uh, he at, did, he's good at the shots yeah he did arrival uh, did you okay. see that arrival the, i haven't the seen alien, no. oh that's another good a good movie uh, he did Enemy. He did Prisoners. He did uh, Sicar- Sicario. Uh, oh, he's, oh, yeah, Sicario. Oh, I've seen yeah. Sicario. Um, 
Yeah, he's made he's made some really so solid films. He's really good at putting the camera where it needs to be and framing some shit up real well, but he's a little bit hit or miss with his other parts of his direction. Is that what I'm getting well, out of this? It, it, he's very stylistic. Like when you see a movie yeah, of yeah. his, you know it's him, and it's either you've yeah. got to stay. He's a he he comes off like a very pretentious uh, uh, director in in all the right ways. Like I, which I don't is what you that. want for Dune. Yeah. I, I don't mean yeah. that in a negative way. Like, yeah. it's 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 kind of like if you were to go into, um, say say for example, you're brought up in a family that is 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 all about the finer things in life. I mean, right down to your forks and knives that you use and how they're set on the table. Right? Most of us would just grab fucking shit out there, look, make sure there's an old food on there, and if there is, crust it off. You know. We're talking we're talking about a director that is all about attention to detail. He's got a story to tell. He wants to tell it in his way and and everything is of the highest quality. Like, you know, it's 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 you just it smells of like I almost don't belong here. You know what I mean? Like you're you're <laughs> I'm not it, worthy it, of watching yeah, this movie. Like you're 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 going into it knowing that you almost don't fit in. And you're being invited to the party and you're seeing what the other side looks like. That's sort of, I, this is the best way that I can describe his filmmaking for me anyway. Um, it's, it's this, this movie is extremely highbrow sci-fi. It is in its, it, 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 it knows what it is. Um, and it's not compromising for any casual moviegoer that goes. It's saying, Hey, if you don't understand it, tough shit. This ain't for you then, right? That's pretty much that's, but that that's what it is. He, there's nothing being dumbed down about this film. Uh, it's filmed incredibly well. The shots are gorgeous. The, 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 the list of actors and actresses in this top notch. Uh, this is the best sci-fi I have seen in you know what's kind of funny though is that is that it, it, it they advertised it but they didn't blast the shit. Yeah, well, this what I Dune mean, wasn't plastered fucking everywhere on every on like every corner like you would imagine given the casting list and the the gravity of the title itself and like being Dune, it wasn't like fucking everywhere. It was kind of quiet for the magnitude of the film. Yeah. Which is which was which is interesting to me, uh, and I'm sure word of mouth is going to go a well, long I way mean, for it. Well, I mean, with COVID and they had to change dates and all this other stuff, and it's being released on uh, on digital uh, as well, and and like you know, it's um, you know, I'm pretty sure it comes on digital uh, soon. I I I I I have no idea. Um, maybe maybe not. I, I don't know, but um, one way or another. Uh, actually, I think it is. Is it on HBO Max? Let me know there in the chat. It, 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 it might be. I think it's on HBO Max. Um, yeah, so anyway, back to, back to what I thought. Uh, great film. I think you're going to dig it a lot. It is clearly half a movie. Like, they tried to film the second one back to back, but the studio refused to greenlight it because they didn't know how well it was going to do. So I am praying to the gods that this does well so that it will be an absolute, let's put it this way. This is like getting is this sci-fi Lord of the Rings for this no, era. Well, yeah. Film wise, like okay. in terms of like world building. Absolutely. Yeah. This is galactic game of Thrones. 100%. And if 
number two doesn't come out, the second half of this, this will be like Game of Thrones getting an ending at the end of the Red Wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, no, no, you can't. You, you literally, and they say they just canceled the show at that season finale. You go, what the fuck? Like, what in the actual <laughs> fuck? That's how I feel about this movie. And this is coming from a guy that had little to no expectations. I didn't enjoy 2049. His style of filmmaking is hit or miss for me. Uh, and I go into this, and it just, like, I was transported. Dude, the, the ships and the, 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 the machinery and the, the lore and the backstory, it's almost too much. Like, there, it's such a dense... It's super dense. It's political, I mean, it is, and it's, it's oh my god! It's political to the yeah. it's it's biblical. It's um the the worst part of the movie, and this is no spoilers. This is the only part of the film that gets it away from it being a perfect opening movie for uh, the franchise. Is the action? The action was lackluster. Not saying it didn't exist because there's tons of different set pieces and they're beautiful all of it is beautiful but the 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 fighting the hand-to-hand or the swords or whatever weapons that they use because it's a lot of there is shooting and stuff but it's a lot of it is hand-to-hand stuff it's not ultra it's not ultra futuristic sci-fi dune is is like a grittier it, it, it's, uh, it's yeah it's not ultra it's you're not getting like yeah. laser beams and no, like you know no. fucking you know shit like they're that. still using a lot of like correct correct yeah, weapons they're using you. they're using our technology but in the future but not like a stupid ridiculous future yeah. you know what i mean like we're not talking fucking you know 28 28 you know what i mean it's not or dystopian like, but it's kind of dystopian yeah like it's yeah, yeah so like bit. so the 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 action set pieces although weren't bad it just wasn't at the level of writing and storytelling that the rest of the movie was and i found myself when you've got guys like jason momoa and uh jo- uh, uh josh Bra- brawlin uh and and uh a, 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 a cast just chalked with people that can do action and they do action it's just like oh man you could have done so like this was your this was your choreography. This was what you had, and you have all of this other shit. Like, oh my god! Like, if they can step up that stuff in the second, and I mean, there's borderline powers and and things in this, like you know, Game of Thrones like stuff, like mystical, like type. You know what I mean? Like sci-fi yeah. shit. And it's just like, man, you did not take advantage. There's some cool concepts, and it wasn't atrocious, but it, it was that wasn't it. So I, I give it a 9 and a 10 simply because of the action. If they can fix the action and they can ramp up everything else, man, it's damn near it's damn near a perfect, perfect sci-fi for me. Tons of moviegoers are going to go into Dune and be bored out of their fucking skull. They're going to be like, oh, my God. When is when is their fighting? And then when the fighting happens, you're going, really? I mean, I just fucking saw, you know, Shang-Chi, which did action infinitely better. Almost any movie I can think of that is a big action movie done action better. Uh, Netflix action films have done a better job of action than than this film. Right. And I don't want to scare people from not seeing it. It, it, you, You accept it because everything else is so good. That like the, you're just like I'm in, and it's and the stuff is so unique that like 
uh, you're, you're like, man, this is such a cool concept. Just do it a little bit better, and and everything is great. So I, I know I'm I'm gl- kind of glowing about this. What movie was the What was the budget for this movie with all these people? It was like 200 uh, million bucks. It was like fucking massive. Fuck. It's a massive budget, and I'm telling you, they use it. I mean, holy fuck, this thing is gorgeous. <laughs> And it's huge. I mean, the shots, like, you have to see this in IMAX. Like, I got to go see this. The shots are going to make Interstellar look small. That's how incredibly big this film is. It's like, and the scale, they do it so well that they show the scale of shit where you're like, holy fuck, what the fuck is this? This is crazy. Uh, it's good. It's really fucking good. Most, if you're a casual moviegoer, stay the fuck home. Actually, go so that I can get another movie. But you're not going to like it. <laughs> you're not going to like it. If you're into slow, methodical storytelling that is thought-provoking and intriguing and mysterious, and they they let you in on something, but they don't tell you everything, and you're into sci-fi and future and biblical stuff and game of thrones was your jam but not the fighting of game of thrones but like the little finger dialogue and the different things you're gonna eat this shit up you're gonna eat this shit up you're gonna be like oh my dude it was like two and a half hours long and i i wanted more it got to the point i was two hours in i'm like damn it's been two hours and then i clicked to see how much time was left i was like fuck there's only like 30 minutes left i wanted more if this was a three-hour movie I was in. If there was five hours of this, I would have binged the five hours. That's where we're at. This felt like a, 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 a game, like an HBO. This is very HBO, by the way. And it's on HBO. It's very, it's like, because HBO has got like a level of, uh, of quality stink that's like just better than Netflix. Netflix is kind of like Marvel. And HBO is kind of like... Well, they're also uh, not as prolific as Netflix. Like they, they, they have fewer projects. They put more money and time into. If on this was an HBO series, like, a, 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 dude, if I could get ten hours of this show with this budget, like we're gonna get, like with Lord of the Rings with Amazon or whatever, if I could get Dune in eight to ten hours on an HBO, holy fuck, man, this is game. This would be the Game of Thrones we all want, as long as they didn't fuck it up. So we'll see if we can get the other half. That's where I'm at right now. But man, this and it, it plays like a series. When you're watching it, it isn't like beginning, middle, and end. It's just this story. It's like Lord of the Rings. It's like the 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 Fellowship of the Ring, where you where where you're going in. You're like, holy fuck, this world, all these characters. Oh my god, this is cool. And then it ends. You're like, whoa, I need more of this. What's going on? It didn't feel like a movie. It felt like an experience. And we're sure it's at. nine. It's a nine. Okay. It's a nine. It's a high nine. That is a, a high nine. very high nine. I mean, I'm speaking praise this. Well, we only got a couple of minutes to speak praises of question and answer periods it's called... Best movie of the year so far. I, I can't think of a movie I enjoyed more than Dune. Uh, well, which is good if they spent $200 million on it. They need it, they need it to be good. My job uh, to sell this movie, guys. I need this to make money. Uh, yeah, exactly. Next segment's called Tech Support. Patreon.com slash like TV. $10 or more a month gets you a couple of benefits, one of which is they ask us questions on a uh, post to put up on Patreon uh, every time before the podcast called Tech Support. You can ask us questions there. We answer as many as we can with the time we have left, which today is not much because I have to take him to work soon. 
Um, time tricks. Would you rather be a jack of all trades, master of none, or the undisputed best at one or two things, but terrible at everything else? The undisputed best at one or two things. Be terrible Absolutely. At else. Yep. That's not even easy. As a self-proclaimed jack of all trades, it ain't all that. Um. Oh, here it is. Here we go. We're continuing. Dan Jim, top three N64 games. We've moved to N64 now. Mario 64. Donkey Kong 64. 007. Mm. I'm putting 007 in second. Donkey Kong in third. Bing, bang, mm. Super Mario 64. Ocarina of Time. Third one's fucking tough. Um, oh, hmm. okay. I got to get rid of Donkey Kong. I'm sorry. Because it's too close to Mario. I got to go Super Smash Bros. Okay. I have to. I If I don't put Super Smash Bros. on that list, I'm not a gamer. That's I'm fair. I'm just not. I'm just not. And I got to put it above Donkey Kong 64. Got it. <laughs> Mario 64, uh, Ocarina of Time, and holy shit. Hey, you ain't putting Smash Bros. on there? That third oh, 007? spot. That third spot is Damn. fuck it. Well, here's the problem with 007. 007 is amazing. Perfect Dark is 007, but better in every conceivable way. Yeah, it, technically. From a technical but, perspective. But but experience-wise, man. No, it's not the same it's not thing. Not even no. close, man. It's not even close. Um, I would be comfortable putting Goldeneye there, but uh, there there are definitely other games like that you could that you could probably fit in there. But for now, I'll like if I'm like if you're asking me if I which game I want to play, Goldeneye or Perfect Dark, I'm picking Goldeneye every time. Of course, Perfect that's Dark, why it's better. Perfect Dark doesn't doesn't come out of the box from a technical yeah. perspective. Perfect Dark is better in every conceivable way. Sure, but Goldeneye is the game that's going to get played every time. Listen, listen, you know, I'm going to make a really bad analogy here. All right. All right. You can have, you can, I better not make that analogy. It's 2021. Scratch that. I'm not getting canceled today. You know what? It's Mario Kart. Ain't it? Oh, hell no. It's Donkey Kong. It's Diddy Kong Racing. Sorry. It's better than, than Mario Kart. But once again, of the two that get pulled out of the closet, I own both. Mm. Mario Kart gets pulled out. It's one of those things. Diddy Kong Racing is better than Mario Kart in every fucking way imaginable. I agree. Once again, technically, yes. But you still take Mario Kart 64 out to play it. Exactly. Mm. Mark Furry, what was the last song that uh, that you heard that just made you go, what the hell am I listening to? Uh, about three quarters of Drake's latest album. If not the entire fucking album. Oh, come on now. It ain't that bad. Dude, Uh, I can't take anyone seriously that says that album is one of his best albums of all time. That's one of the shittiest albums I've ever heard. And especially from Drake. There might be two redeemable songs on that entire fucking album. Damn. In a million years, I didn't think I'd say that that fucking Kanye's album would be better, and I listened to both back-to-back. Kanye's album smashed Drake's album. Bro, I'm a Drake fanboy, and I gotta agree. Kanye's album is legit 
better than Drake's. <laughs> I will say though, the the top Drake songs on the album are better for me than the top songs on Kanye's album in terms of replayability. And I just vibe to Drake a little bit more stylistically. But overall, Kanye's album is a better album. It you know is. what? You know what fucking pisses me off? It, but it just is. You want know to annoy me about Drake's? The best songs on the album are the ones where he's got other people on the tracks, and the other people on the tracks are what saved the fucking songs, like oh, yeah. Jay Z. Oh yeah. And then Drake comes on, and you're like, you know what, Drake? You could have probably just hung out in the background and just let Jay carry this entire fucking track. Jay, and Jay I would have been okay with on that. both albums. That was the funny thing. I mentioned that listening yeah. to it live. I was on stream. Yeah. I didn't obviously. I wasn't piping it to the stream. But I was like, I was like, I was like, Jay showed up on both these albums, and Jay fucking crushed both sides of the fucking, the fucking, yeah. uh, both sides of the coin. But yeah, I honestly, yeah, Drake's album was Drake's album was fucking, yeah, was fucking I, whack. I didn't, I didn't hate Drake's album at all. Like, um, I don't listen to it on the regular. I still listen to some of Drake's older stuff, but um, I didn't hate it as much as Adam did. I, I enjoyed the album. Um, but yeah, anyway, that's for a different conversation. I would say uh, the one that made me go, what the fuck, is on the radio. I don't even know the name of it, but it's like a country pop song uh, with something about like being frugal and fucking Applebee's or some shit. And it's a fu- it's a fucking garbage song. Just garbage. That and the only other song I can think of that really made me go, what the fuck, was when Machine Gun Kelly came out with that fucking like emo punk rock song. And I was well, like, he's got, oh. like, he's got like an entire album. Oh, I know he does. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, this is a kind of a cop out, but I don't listen to music. I don't listen to like <laughs> anything new. Um, so I haven't really heard of, uh, of any, what the fuck stuff. I just don't sit around and listen to music like ever. Um, simply because I can't really, I mean, I, I do listen to music on stream. I just do the bypass stuff, but I don't, it's such a pain in the ass to do that. I can't just like go on YouTube and just fucking listen to stuff. I got to like channel everything in and, and manually put it's just I, I I probably listen to like maybe five or six songs in a stream and that's pretty much the show. I mean, if this was me a couple years ago, yeah, I'd probably be able to answer this because I'd be listening to music all day. But uh, I just can't on stream, so I just don't really have time. So I can't really answer the question. I don't know anything new. Uh, oh, what's your favorite scary movie? Super Kami Guru asks. Scary movie? Um, I mean, I won't say From Dust Till Dawn. Because I just keep saying that. And to be frank, it's not the scariest movie. It's just a really good, yeah. fun time that's just different. Um, it takes you on a ride. Um, but I would say in terms of like legit horror, um, I can't give you, I mean, if I had to give you one, I mean, nothing really scares me anymore. That's my, uh, that's my problem is I don't really get scared. So it's really hard for me to answer this. I would say the one that I appreciate, the ones I appreciate the most, you know, the handful of the James Wan films are good. Yeah. The conjuring um, is really, yeah, like they, really creepy. Uh, the um, first, first conjuring. Honestly, the, the first silent Hill movie wasn't dog shit. Ugh, it's it not, wasn't it's not good movie, man. It wasn't good, but, but name me like other than James Wan, name me some good fucking horror films. They're all trash. I, mean, I, can, I can name you a bunch. I mean, uh, you know, the, yeah, the conjuring is, is really good. Okay. Um, uh, I love evil dead. Um, very, very is good. Is that the really old, horror? The old evil dead. Yeah. Yeah. Evil. I'm okay. not, ta- I'm not even just talking about the original, which is, 
pretty fucking creepy. It's kind of a parody now because you know it's so old. But you know, you 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 show you show a child that movie, and it's they're you know they, they. But the the remake of Evil Dead was actually really good too. Pretty scary. Um, Thirteen Ghosts, very scary movie. Uh, I highly recommend if you guys haven't seen that. That's a fucking creepy ass film. Um. Uh. Uh, what's it called there? Uh, that I just I uh, just saw. Hereditary That's, wasn't terrible. Heredi- Hereditary was okay, but I really liked uh, Midsummer, uh, which mm. is you know it's, it's that got was more horror, like they, somebody dropped acid. To it. Yeah, it's 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 definitely <laughs> creepy, um, yeah. for sure. Unsettling. Um, yeah, uh, there's a there's a bunch. I mean, it's it's hard for me to just spew off a bunch of scary movies, but there there definitely are horror films out there that had done a good job. Um, it's just really tough for me as an adult, like Blair yeah. Witch Project. That that was fucking I pretty- went back and rewatched that about three or four months ago, dude. Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, it's it, 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 the genre has, has gone up, uh, has gone... The found footage so thing is... Yeah, yeah it, 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 was, it was something. Yeah, there's definitely better found footage uh, movies out there. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to just pick pick a bunch of uh, horror movies. But there are a bunch out there. There are a bunch out there. Not a lot really scared the fuck out of me in 2021. Yeah. yeah. The Ring back in the day caught a lot yep. of people for yep. sure because it was like a, it was an adaptation of a Japanese film. And where North Americans were so used to just like the gore for horror yeah. movies. I don't it was find the that first, shit scary at all. It was like the psych- first real psychological horror that took off in yeah. in, uh, in you know for us over here and uh and that really because so people weren't used to it so they really forgot fucked up like the kids watching the ring everyone was getting fucked up watching the ring uh and whatnot i mean paranormal activity um you know like when they first when they first came out like those things were creepy because like you know it's it it's believable yeah um to to a a degree uh the hack and slash movies i don't find scary at all like no not even a little bit like they're just they're they're just hack and slash movies but there are some good horrors out there, guys. There are some good ones. The Grudge, very creepy as well, and that came out. Yeah, a um, lot of good, lot of good ones. All right. Well, we got to call it there because I've got to take uh, M off to uh, to work now, and we're two hours and twenty five minutes deep. Pretty good, actually. Solid, uh, solid cast today. Hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. Thank you so much for stopping by and uh, and uh, catching this live. And if you're listening to us on RSS feeds or on YouTube, bless you for doing that as well. Patreon.com slash TV if you want to financially support the podcast and keep this ball moving. And of course, check out our sponsors and links below and all of that jazz. Until next week, stay safe out there, everyone, and have a good one. Peace! Peace! 